You're listening to the Superpod HeroCast, a Night Shift Radio production. This one's going to be pretty organic, I think. Like a, like a fern. fern. Like the ferns that are growing in that lake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't Blah. swim in that Don't lake. Don't swim in that lake. Don't swim in that lake. There are, that is definitely the leeches scene from Stand By Me. Do not swim in that lake. Oh, that really happened. Did it really? Yeah, that really happened to Stephen King. Oh, ah. <laughs> a leech on his dick? Yeah, ah, thanks. Okay. Yeah. So good. That's not the kind of sucking I want. <laughs> hey <Hey-o. laughs> Okay. All right. Uh, how about we... Uh, it's going to be that It's going to be that episode, It's going to be that episode. Okay. All right. Go. <laughs> All right. I love it. Oh, hello. Hello. And welcome to the Superpod HeroCast. Guys with beers talking about movies with capes. Holiday special episode, double feature. That's why Ooh. I've got this sound in my voice. <laughs> I'm Casey Ryan. And I am Todd Panic. And we watched... Roadhouse. <sighs> and the Pirates of Penzance. <laughs> oh, you know, I, I just want to get on the record here. There was a really, there was a really great thematic shift or uh, theme, uh, thematic coupling. The first double feature we did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This one, uh, uh, no, no, there is. Everyone's I don't, a, I reject, a little I reject bit yours. stupid in both these movies. <laughs> no, no, I reject yours. No, actually, you know what the theme is? I, I think these movies reflect like who we would be, who each of us would be, like in our fantasies. Oh, I'd totally be the Pirate King. And I would totally be uh, the cooler. Yeah, 100%. Would you be the Dalton? Kind of war- the or warrior would... monk? Wait yeah. a minute. Would you be Dalton or would you be... Um... Uh, Wade Garrett? Wade. Wade Garrett. Uh, I'd be Dalton. Dalton. Dalton's the, Dalton is the, the, like the, the, the warrior scholar. So is it because Wade ends up with a knife in his fucking chest? Well, that, that, that's certainly a strong argument not to be Wade. And yes. There's a different kind of stabbing that Dalton does in this movie. Hey, oh. <laughs> All right, listen, we're uh, this is going to be a little bit of a loose episode, anyways. Loosey goosey, as these double features are. But <laughs> did you, you take know, notes? Did you? They're up here. Yeah, they're up here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, no. This is this is dear TSPHD audience. First of all, happy holidays for whatever happy holidays. holiday you celebrate. Um, Have a Ramahana Kwanzmas. Uh, I thought we were going to get through year. one of these holiday episodes without <laughs> nope. you doing that. Nope. Okay. Any <laughs> any whoozle. Um, we are here doing this kind of like it would be at the bar afterwards. 100%. We just yeah. went to the weirdest double feature of all time, seeing Roadhouse yep. and then Pirates of Penzance. Yep. Uh, but we're going to talk about them in that way. We're going to talk about what we liked, what we didn't like. Um, I got a special extra question for my section for you, Todd. Oh. I'm pretty sure you can figure out what it is. Uh, this is, the original is an opera, but this is a musical. First of all, oh. no, that, that's not my question. This okay. is an operetta. But, I, but I'm right. No, it's an operetta. Oh, damn it, I'm wrong. It is, a, it is mostly sung with some little scenes, like, linking to the, the next movie? song. The movie? Both. Oh, the, the, oh, the, the, the Pirates original? of Vincennes is a is an operetta. Uh, oh, I thought it was an opera. Okay. Hold for one. 
Ladies and gentlemen. Who touched my copy of Pirates of Penzance? Was it you? <laughs> it was absolutely not me. You know, this is the weirdest double feature, or there's an even better fit. This is, we got to drink. It's a, it's a snowy Syracuse winter night. Mm-hmm. We're hanging out. We're not mm-hmm. going to go anywhere. So we go down into the basement in this fictional world where we're roommates. We go down into the basement and we dig through the old VHS tapes. And these are the first two VHS tapes we grabbed. Yes. Yes. Okay. Right? I will go with that. Where the fuck is my pirate? I have two of them, Todd. Nerd. Ladies and gentlemen, that's not an exaggeration. I would bet money that Casey owns two copies of the Pirates of Penzance. The complete libretto? Yes. All right. I can't find it. <laughs> fuck it. Okay. It says, because I was trying to find it because not only is it a very long title as Pirates of Penzance, do you know that it has an alternate title? I do not know that. What does Frederick say he is most of the of the show? Uh, he is he is duty. He, he is a uh, yeah, servant that's or, of duty. Nope. The other nope. one. <laughs> slave, slave of duty. Slave <laughs> of duty. Okay. Not too wild about that word. <laughs> Being well, thrown around. I mean, well, I mean, listen. This, well, considering this, when this movie was made, or when the movie is supposed to take place. Sh- sure. Because, oh, oh, all right. Oh, let's, b- before we, listen, there's only... There's clearly only one way I'm going to get through a discussion of the Pirates of Penzance, and How you're going to you. get through a discussion of Roadhouse. That is accurate. <laughs> and that requires some fortification. Yeah. And so, since we are... Guys with beers talking about movies with capes. What are we drinking? I don't like that. Todd, while you do this, I'm going to go grab a glass. That's the one oh, thing I forgot to Oh, that's a great idea. Okay. Sure thing. Uh, no audience, make sure he doesn't say anything inappropriate. <laughs> Okay, so now that Casey's gone, I just want to say, I can't believe, so I I chose a movie out of love. Out of love. Roadhouse is a great movie. It's delightful. It's fun. It's so much fun. And I thought Casey would love watching it. I feel like Casey chose this movie out of hate. He was angry. He was angry that I chose Roadhouse. And he took out his anger on, on us, me as one of the co-hosts and you as our audience by choosing this movie. This movie's ridiculous. He picked a movie based on an operetta that's 140 years old. Come on. Hey, hi, Casey. Hey, buddy. How are you? Good to see you. Oh, what the fuck were you saying? Nothing. I nothing. don't just fucking sitting, believe we're, you because we you were looking talking. straight Listen, onto the camera. We were, and we're, you we're sitting at the bar. Stop talking when I picked up my earphones we're sitting at the bar you went to go to the bathroom i'm making conversation with some of our friends who are here at the bar with us that's all you know just the kind of stuff shooting the shit damn it you're really taking the uh no editing this episode into full effect pretty much yeah 100 yeah God yeah, damn yeah absolutely all right okay so casey you found the beer for this one i did well technically five-timer colin ryan found the beer for this episode yes we just had a whirlwind of a um Thanksgiving here in the Ryan household. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Danny's um, family over on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. That is her sister, her husband, one of her kids, and then our clan here, plus my mother-in-law. Um, <clears throat> and then uh, Thursday, we had uh, my cousin from Indiana, Sarah, uh, mm-hmm. And my cousin Matt, who you finally got to meet, 
My 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 but my movie buddy Matt. Yep. Oh yeah, movie buddy. Let's call it that. Yeah. Hey buddy. Love is <laughs> in the air. Yep. Um, yep. Uh, oh wait, no, I got a better one. It's Scrubs. It's guy love. <laughs> okay. I'll accept uh, that. I'll accept uh, that. Uh, and then it was um, pretty much twenty-two of us at uh, my the wonderful farmhouse that uh, my cousins from Indiana uh, Airbnb. Is that the proper oh, wow. term, Airbnb? Sure. Okay. Verb it. And then, uh, as you know, we did my parents' fiftieth wedding anniversary on Friday. Um, yeah. So I had the um, Thursday celebration, the actual Thanksgiving. Colin brought over the beer that we are about to partake in. So I've already had it. You have not. <laughs> I have not. But you shared a picture in our uh, in our five timers chat, and I was like, I must have this beer. Mm-hmm. So you got some for us. So that's what mm. we're gonna drink. Be- it's a perfect beer for our holiday movie special. Yeah, because what are we drinking? We are drinking... As someone said like five minutes ago. Exactly. We are drinking St. Bernardus Christmas Ale. And St. Bernardus is a brewery. Uh, they're European. But, you know, we're not going to hold that against them. Mm. Uh, they are Belgian, in fact. And uh, they're located in... That was gonna help me a lot too. No, that doesn't help me at all. Well, they're a Belgian brewery. They're a brewery that I believe to be Belgian, and this is one of their signature beers. It is their Christmas ale. It's a dark seasonal beer full of wintry character and flavors that they brew every year, ready for the festive season. And uh, <laughs> it is 9.8% alcohol by volume. It's a tiny. It's a tiny can. It's not even a 12 ounce. It's an 11.2 fluid ounce can but i have a feeling that we're gonna be okay with that yeah we're gonna yeah (laughs) and it's a good thing we are recording remotely (laughs) yes 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 let's now my brother chris and his husband eric came out from cleveland for thanksgiving and he brought me my favorite holiday ale which is the great lakes christmas ale oh sure yeah um Um, i'm gonna let you drink it drink it first because i also that my beer is over there Okay. So I'm going to let you go first. Okay. And I'll just sit here quietly and drink. No, I want you to react, motherfucker. No, No, I'm not going to. Oh, okay. Casserole. All right. Oh, that's really good. That's really good. Christmas in a glass. Yeah. Hmm. So, you know, sometimes these high alcohol. I I was afraid this was going to have the real sharp boozy, like bourbon barrel aged kind of flavor, which, you know, can be a little bit challenging sometimes, but boy, this is really, really smooth. Mm -hmm. I am glad that I am home drinking this and am not going anywhere. Because you already feel a little warm and fuzzy. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. It definitely brings on the holiday cheer. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. Good, Good call. Good, good call. Yeah, I mean, because there was no bridging Roadhouse and um, <laughs> Pirates of Penzance, so let's just drink the same beer, there and now go. I will officially say, cheers, brother. Cheers, buddy. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Oh, God, it's so fucking good. Now, I, because he brought the big bottle, Ooh. we all yeah. only had like half a glass, so I'm so excited to drink this whole can. Well, and... To be fair, uh, 
we've each got a four pack of it. So <laughs> I, I, I do have two cans up here just in case, but uh, you know, I don't feel obligated to go through uh, two of these. No, Holy no, God, no, no, good. no. Good Lord. No. <laughs> oh, don't, do don't go through two. Good idea. Uh, Maybe after <laughs> have the second one. That's true. Okay. All right. So um, in terms of structure, we're going to do kind of like what we did for our, our first double feature that we did last summer, which was Tron and Starman. Um, I mean, I, I got to be honest with you. I, I'm I'm good to talk for my movie about 10 minutes or so. And, <laughs> you know, you know. Then we can see what direction we go in. Folks, this is entirely unscripted. Ten minutes? You got ten minutes on Roadhouse. <laughs> is that what you just said? That you can I talk d- about your movie I for do. ten minutes? Y- yes, yes. So let me tell you why I love Roadhouse. Let's just go into it, right? We'll just we'll just talk. We'll we'll just go for it. Yeah. I love Patrick Swayze. He um Let I me think get this he- out of the way too. I also love Patrick Swayze. I love why can I not think of his name? Wade. Uh, Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. I love yeah. Sam Elliott and I love the way he talks. I did Agreed. not like how he was constantly putting his hair out of his face. When he put it in that man bun, I was like, thank God. Uh, Get that shit out of you. But then it still was in his face during the fight. I'm like, listen, that's you. You get, get some, Sam Elliott, you go for the ride. He's got that mane. It's just that's, get that's the way it is. some fucking barrettes, Sam. God you can't, damn You can't it. tame him. You can't tame Wade. You can't tame his hair. It's not happening. Put it in a bun. You can't tame it. You can't tame it. You just got to accept it. Just, you just got to ride it out. Everybody's, I'll just get this out of the way too. Everybody's hair length kept changing. How long was the shoot on this fucking thing? Uh, Swayze's hair long. kept changing length and so did Sam Elliott's. Like so f- I feel like if, hey kid, if they're looking, this ain't that kind of movie. If they're looking at Patrick Swayze's hair, we're all in big trouble. Well, then you're all in big trouble. Oh, that's hair. That's horrible. Because especially Sam Elliott's like in the, um, in the scene where they've been drinking all night, when they're in the diner slash bar, I don't know yep. what the hell that is. His hair is much shorter than it is the next scene when they're at the bar that night where weirdly they've both been like. Wanting to have the devil's three way with uh, the no, doctor there. Oh no, no, Wade no, is putting on the you? moves. No, no, Wade. Wade is it? Wade is that is charisma, my friend. That is just raw natural charisma, raw fuckability. He, yeah, he love he loves Dalton like a son. There's no, no way I, he I would know, do that. No, I'm I'm just okay. making a joke. But <sighs> but okay. then the right. that night when they're at the bar, Wade like nudges Dalton's like, look at these hot chicks. I'm like, you know he's fucking the doc, right? And like, there's a thing happening there. I, I, all he's suggesting is that there's some natural beauty to admire. He's not saying go fuck them. He's not saying go fuck <sighs> them. Right. He's not pulling them over and saying, hey, you know, you and your friend. Have can, uh, you met Dalton? Y- you Dalton? would get that if you've never watched. You've never watched How I Met Your Mother. You're right. You're right. That's how Barney gets Ted girls he'll just be like have you met ted <laughs> really yeah that's his that's his line is it effective uh no <laughs> okay <laughs> okay ted right. then takes over and charms the women but the have you met ted never does anything oh all right well listen all right this so, movie is just delightful it's just delightful so <sighs> hard it, disagree i'll let you go and then i'll tell yeah, you why sure. you're wrong okay patrick swayze 
I feel like this is the this is the perfect mirror uh, opposite of his role in Dirty Dancing. Clearly, the man is a talented artist. He can sure. sing. He can dance. At the same time, he was legit a you know a physical, athletic guy, and yeah. his fight scenes in this are just so much fun. The, you know, he it's like a one in one a for me as a teenager in terms of what. My vision of what a cool guy was, it was Mel Gibson and Lethal Weapon and Patrick Swayze in Roadhouse. Very similar hair. Very kind, similar hair. Listen, kind, kind I kind of explains too, your hair after uh after the army. I didn't have uh it, well, I I don't know. Have you ever seen the picture yeah, of me? We we talked about this because I said okay. the thing about how it's a mullet and you said it's not a mullet. It's not a mullet. It's yeah. not a mullet. It's not it's, a mullet. No, my hair was much more like Richard Marx's beautiful mane. It was, yeah, which was not the, a mullet. It's the Dalton it a, Riggs. It, yes, yes. I'll, I'll accept that. I'll, now I'll, the, I'll allow that. The guy who, the blind guy who is the guitar player. The amazing Jeff Healy. Yes. Fucking phenomenal. Cody. That is a mullet. That is a mullet. <laughs> it's a little too short on top. <laughs> yep. Spiky. Yep. It's, yep. I'm like, yep, oh, buddy. Yeah. That, uh, listen, he, he doesn't know. He doesn't know. He doesn't oh, know. Stop he, it. He's dead. He doesn't know. He's but dead. Is he is he dead? He's dead. Jeff De- Healy died? Oh, yes. I didn't know that. Like oh, 20, he was a phenomenal. 2018? Oh, 2008. Eight. Yeah, he was like 40. He was only 41. Holy shit. Yeah, he was super shit. cancer. Oh, he he lost that's how he became blind. He lost his eyes to a to former cancer. Blastoma. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, that's I, Yeah, it's super sad. Uh so you are a guitar Jesus. player. Uh, I am a hacker on the guitar. I'm I'm more accomplished as a bass player. Is it harder or is it, is it more impressive the way he, the slide guitar he is doing? Is that more impressive? Uh, so his style, which, so Jeff Healy, and again, child of, you know, born in the seventies, grew up in the eighties, you know, Jeff Healy had a very, you know, had a career around this time. Um, and it his, gets mentioned in the his his name gets mentioned in the credits. It says all original music done by the Jeff Healy band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh shit, um, good for you, his buddy. Interesting style of laying, sitting the guitar down on his lap, which you know is similar to the way that you play, that you would play like a pedal steel guitar. But a, a pedal steel guitar looks nothing like a guitar. It looks right. like a funky keyboard. But um, what that allowed him to do, basically, allowed him to you know be able to play notes on the on the neck of the guitar that in a typical position you wouldn't be able to do because the spread of your fingers but he could go instead of just mm. spreading like a traditional guitar form you you're basically limited by the spread from your index finger to your pinky right cuz you're he supporting the, sp- the neck too yeah yeah um he had the spread of his thumb to his pinky so he could do these amazing kind of uh um uh, intervals on the guitar that you couldn't do. And he was just a phenomenal guitar player. It wasn't just that gimmick. He had a, so, uh, Angel Eyes, was that his huge hit? Jeff Healy, yeah. Angel Eyes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Angel Eyes was a huge hit for him. I loved, he had what I thought was a really, really good remake of While My Guitar Gently Weeps. Sure, 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 sure. Um, big fan. But he, um, yeah, I, I mean, Terry Funk, if you watched wrestling in the 70s and early 80s, like, Terry Funk is 
rightly a legend, you know, arguably the the baddest motherfucker on that film set was Terry Funk. <laughs> I expected. Um, wait, let me close the gap on uh, the blind yeah. guitar player because I knew a blind guitar player. Okay, uh, <clears throat> who went to FM with us? He was, uh, I think, my brother's class or maybe the one above him mm-hmm. frank and uh if if i get permission from colin and i can find it there is a um video of frank playing guitar and colin screaming twist and shout oh my god that needs to that needs to be unearthed and shared okay oh i god. have to ask his permission because that's yep. only fair i, I you sure, know sure. i hold on to all of our vhs's here yep. um Hey kids, VHS. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we already said it earlier. That's true. Um, and I actually still have a VCR that works. Um, oh my god. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I. So you're you're a blind guitar player that you went to school with. Just that. Just that. Oh, that, that you had that. There's video. a there's a video. Like I, as soon as I because it took me a second because I I I know him but I didn't know like. Like I've I've heard while my guitar gently weeps. I've heard uh, whatever the other one you just said was, Angel Eyes. Angel Eyes. Angel Eyes. I'm like Devil Eyes. No, that's not right. <laughs> Strike that. Way. Reverse it. Um, and, but when I realized he was blind, I'm like, oh man! Like he and he kind of looked like uh, Frank. He kind of had yeah. that same facial structure. Um, so I was just like, this is this is wild. <laughs> um. So what well, I'm sorry, what were you gonna say? No, um you know, Patrick Swayze is the epitome of coolness for me in this movie. And and again, back to this theme of I think these are our secret alter egos, right? Mm-hmm. Like I wrestled in high school, I did martial arts uh after I got out of high school for a few years. You know, I want I this this warrior monk that Dalton is is my fantasy actualized self. And I, and I feel like that matches up so well with, with Kevin Klein as the pirate King, <laughs> right? For you. So, so I, I, I see that symmetry here. You know, this is a fun movie. The action sequences are wonderful. There's great fight scenes. There is uh, a okay. classic, you know, Western black hat, bad guy in the amazing Ben Gazzara, who is chewing scenery Every time he's there. Oh, yeah. You've got Sam Elliott as the grizzled mentor. So here's uh, my problem with yeah. this black hat, white hat. Kevin sure. Teague? Uh, Marshall Teague as no. Jimmy Reno. No. Kevin oh. Teague, the owner of the Double Deuce. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. The actor. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Frank Tillman is the character. Kevin Teague is the actor. Yep. Though he was only in six episodes of it, he was a major foil on Lost. And oh. that was my, I mean, besides seeing Roadhouse when I was a kid, that was my really like what sticks with me as his thing. And he is a fucking demon in that show. So oh. like when he showed up at the bar, I'm like, don't trust him. Don't, he's going to tend you to an island. So this is a this is clearly another one of these age gaps. Uh, for me, he's a familiar face, not from Lost because I never watched that. Uh, you know, I'm old enough to remember the old reruns of Emergency! Exclamation point! Did oh, you ever yeah. see that show? Fuck, he was on that. He would. He was one of. He was one of the leads. He was yeah. one of the, the doctors. The paramedics. They were paramedics. 
I'm thinking of E slash R. Oh, no, no, Not no. Not no. ER. There was another show called yeah, E slash yeah. R. No, this one, Emergency. It was picture, picture um, chips, but instead of California Highway Patrol, they're paramedics. He was, well, there's Emergency Plus Four. I see that. No, Emergency actually... with an exclamation mark. It was a, it ran for 122 episodes between 1972 and 1977 on NBC. I'm not seeing it in his list. Of and things. it starred Kevin Teague and Randolph Mantooth, which is a, <laughs> which is really the guy's name, uh, who's another longtime uh, actor. But it I was don't... a wonderful show. Oh my god! Oh, it there was... it is. Emergency exclamation point. There it is. Oh, he was a paramedic. Yeah. Oh, it's the same character. Emergency plus four, 73 to 74. He played fireman Roy DeSoto in Emergency Exclamation Point Paramedic oh, Roy DeSoto. I bet you this was uh hey, Star Trek the Animated Series is doing pretty well. Let's uh Oh sure. I related. Let's... Oh, I see that. Emergency plus four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was also on what did I just see in here? That was, was... wait, that was animated? It was an Emergency animated plus series? four. If you click on the picture, yeah, it's animated. Oh, I'm in Wikipedia. Emergency oh, yeah, plus yeah, yeah. four. And it's it's kind of that um, uh, filmation style to it. Emergency plus four TV show. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he was in What's Eating Gilbert Grape. (laughs) Fuck, this guy's been everything. Kevin Teague? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, he born oh, John Kevin sh- Fishburne. That's holy shit, he was on ER. Was he? <laughs> he was on episode one, episode 1997. Uh, uh, the, uh, give me the synopsis, you bastard. Let's not give it to me. Uh, yeah, he played Sergeant Pete Matamore. I mean, he's 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 part of that. I feel like that generation of actors, like. They're just like almost um, I think of them as like blue collar working class actors. They go in, they show up, they act for the day, they go, you know, they punch the time clock, they go home. That real like working actor, just like no frills, no, uh, you know, no uh, method performance. Nope, it's my job. I go in and I act and I, I do an honest day's work for an honest day's pay. Holy shit. You know what he was also in? What's that? Star Trek Voyager. Hmm. Um, there's another Star Trek link in this movie. Oh, who? So Jimmy Reno, the, the bad guy, the guy who used to fuck guys like Dalton in prison. That actor's name is Marshall Teague. He is a real life Navy veteran and, um, actual martial artist and, you know, legitimate tough guy. Yeah. Um, lots and lots of TV roles, including. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm looking at his older picture. Hang on. Okay. Why does he look familiar? Hang on, let me think. Let's see if you can get it. Don't wait for the translation. So he pops up a couple times on a couple different Star Trek properties. So he also pops up um, Babylon 5, which I know is a... Right. Star Trek Deep Space Nine. He is Timo Zuma. He also has a credit on Star Trek Voyager as Halleck. Halleck. But if if you right, look, look at his... I'm looking. Yeah, I'm looking at his thing now. Uh, he's got 121 actor credits. I mean, the guy, you know... 
There's Timo Zuna. Timo Zuna, what episode is this? Oh boy, that doesn't help me at all. The Hippocratic Oath. Bashir, oh, I think he's a fucking Jemadar. That's not going to help me. I don't understand any of these words. Okay. <laughs> Jemadar. Uh, have no, 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 no. I don't. No, no, no. I'm good. No, I'm just going to say good. they're covered in a shit ton of makeup. So <laughs> it could be it. you okay. or I playing the character. Got it, got it, got it. Got this it. is early Worf, too. I see uh, old uniforms with Worf. Um, you know, Voyager. Um, interesting. So Marshall Teague, the actor, and Patrick Swayze didn't exactly mesh well when they first met on state on, you know, when they're working on Roadhouse, but they very quickly kind of bonded, and were both very very committed to authenticity of the fight scenes. Mm. Patrick Swayze. I I don't think Patrick Swayze. So, so I I knew before I did the the research on this, I knew that Patrick Swayze had trained with. One of the best kickboxers of all time, Benny the Jet Urquidez, who Oof. you may remember as the assassin that, um, yeah, he's he's Gross John Cusack, he's John Cusack, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Benny the Jet Urquidez was a no shit badass. He trained Patrick Swayze, I thought he had trained him before this, he trained him for this movie, yeah, because this is you know, this very much has a because Lethal Weapon was so popular, like when. Marshall Teague okay. and Patrick Stewart are fighting on the Patrick Stewart, Patrick Swayze. First of all, remake the Rogan. double, wait, the wait, wait, double wait. deuce. Remake. You are, you are the bouncers. I am the cooler. Yes, come on, fucking remake Roadhouse with Patrick Stewart. <laughs> Listen, do not remake Roadhouse Love in any other no, situation. No. But I would watch it with Patrick Stewart. Love scenes and all. Yeah, sure. Oh yeah. my god! I think I yes. think it's a well-known fact that Patrick Stewart fucks, right? I mean, I right? Oh yeah. No, like, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Isn't his girlfriend like thirty something? Uh, no, she's my age, but still good. S- still, for him. still golf <laughs> half clap. his age, Sir Patrick. Yes, sir. That's right. Um, yep. No, when Swayze and Marshall Teague are fighting uh, at the lake, yeah, the 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 big final fight. Yeah, yeah. The music is very clearly a motif. To Riggs and Mr. Joshua from, oh, oh yeah, it goes, it even goes, bam, 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 bam. I'm like, holy you, shit. They're just like, yeah, you, we want you to feel like this is Lethal Weapon. Kind of summoning up that Eric Clapton guitar from No, Lethal more Weapon. the horns, more the horns. Oh, like it's, got it, got it's it. there, it's when uh, Riggs drops the uh, container on. Uh, Adolf in uh, Lethal Weapon 2 and when he pulls down the house on Sith immunity it's just been revoked (laughs) god damn it okay anyways we can't talk about a better Um, action movie Um, wait a minute while we're on the the lake fight yeah what were with those sweatpants that he was wearing the Uh, look at my cock sweatpants is what I'd like to call those I I think and I you know open this up to our female audience members or or gay men either way um male attracted individuals sh- yes that yes um I think like that's a un- I think that's the equivalent of a like on an attractive woman like a you know string bikini but the gray sweatpants and the outline you know the uh yeah I know what religion he was yeah yeah <laughs> I was like that's right that's right, that's um, right. listen and got listen y- you know, he clearly, he's not a steroids guy. No, he's in great shape. I He's would, in phenomenal shape. I would know? kill to be in that shape. Yeah. 100%. Like that first scene when he's doing the Tai Chi, I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. This is before yeah, yeah, steroids yeah. when men could just be like in really good shape. But but even, you know, I think there's an 
interesting deconstruction of masculinity of like the the toxic masculinity like his whole motif is he's incredibly lethal right he's he's already killed one man by ripping out his throat you know jimmy and reno why? pulls it because the to defend himself no no right? but why was he defending himself because he did not know that a woman he was having relations with was married and her husband showed up mm -hmm. to kill him and he reacted in self-defense. He's blameless. And, and what did uh, Wade almost call that woman? A cunt. <laughs> oh, please bleep that. I don't want that well, on our podcast. <laughs> a woman, a woman died, a man died, right? Like, you but know, and we're, we're cool with cutting that off, but we're also cool with dropping an F slur. Near the end of this film. L well, listen uh, uh, again. I'm I'm not. I wouldn't use that word. Nope. Um, but but as again, John Mulaney says, one of those words we're using, the other one we're, we're not. We're not right. <laughs> you but, were fine with saying "see you next Tuesday," but you will not say the other one. I won't. But in 1989, I'm not saying it was right to use it then. But in the vernacular of the time, so listen, it was in I'm Monster Squad. It's completely fucked up that we were so casual about that word for so long. Well, listen, the, the, the sin is not the word. The sin is society's treatment yes, I'm sorry. of yeah, LGBTQ yeah. people, right? Like, And the word is merely representative of the way our LGBTQ family and friends were treated in that time. So yeah. that's the sin. And Now, thankfully, that individual gets blown away six ways to Sunday by the end of this film. So I'm like, oh, okay, I guess it's okay he used it, that word? Because he... he Yes, I mean, like he's a bad guy, right? Yeah, and we yeah, should, yeah. It's we not should like know he's a Dalton bad guy, and right? Wade aren't using it. If they exactly. had used it, that, yeah, that's an interesting, right? Like we leave Wade that to Riggs. Talk that way. What's that? We leave that to Riggs. Well, uh, again, not saying it's okay, but <laughs> no, that's representative of the time. Mel Gibson coming out. Yeah, um, you, you know, I'm I'm watching for the first time, and it's it's. I'm almost like the people around him more than you know. No, oh, yeah, so you're you're not supposed to like Dennis uh, Leary. N oh, no, oh, oh! Did I tell you what I was watching? Did I tell Rescue you? me! Yeah, we talked about oh, yeah, last time. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, yeah, you're not supposed to like Dennis Leary. <laughs> like it is. He's Tony Soprano. He's Walter White. He's even Don Draper. If sure. you like, if you're there to watch him, like, yeah, you yeah, hope yeah. that he succeeds in his plans. You're watching the, the show the wrong way. Right. It, again, perfect example of the protagonist does not necessarily mean hero. Right. Yep, 100%. Yeah. He's the character that we're following, but how far into it are you? Uh, I'm midway through the second season where all the, the Christ imagery and Mary Magdalene. Oh, yeah, that was some him. weird shit. I was like, what, I are mean, we, what are we doing here? <laughs> well, but listen, you know. It pays off. Certainly it, it drawing it totally, on the totally mythos of, of a Catholic upbringing. Like yeah, there's the Catholic stuff there. Guilt. I'm like, oh, yeah. that, yeah, you know. Sure. So. Yeah, it's, it's, such a, it's such a fucking good show. Yeah, I, I, I do like it. I don't – I was talking to my brother Chris about this the other day. I was like, uh, the first season, so the the chief, who's a care, who's a total that guy actor. He's in um, he's in uh, Lethal Weapon 2. He's the guy that's laying down the, the – making yeah, the, the, and he's like, yeah, that's right. Yeah, sorry. Makes me want to buy Check, check my <laughs> shorts for Christ's sake. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, uh, he beats up a guy in a gay bar. And we find out that he has a son and it's, I was talking to Chris about this. I'm like, it's, it's ugly, but it's certainly, they, they don't present it that his behavior is okay. I felt like they were going further into 
we're showing this, but we're making it clear that this is not okay. And then I feel like in season two, they've almost, I almost wonder like to what extent is Leary trying to be more of like an edge lord, like, like he, I'm saying the provocative stuff, like, uh, you know, I and uh, I don't want to give away too much. Mm. You'll, I don't, I'll get if, to it. Yeah, if, yeah. if I remember correctly, you will go back the other way. Okay. I, okay. Good. I, I, I hope. I hope so. And I think Leary kind of saw the Tony Sopranification of his character. He's like, I need to make him absolutely fucking deplorable in season two because he just he goes to some places. Okay. Well, um, I, I mean, it's it's it's, so it's compelling. It's mm-hmm. compelling, but and it's the best ha- acting I've ever seen Leary do. Sure. Yes. Agree. Like, I never thought he had those gears in him. There's I, some. I didn't know that Bill that Hicks. He, Oh, I didn't know that Bill Hicks ever played a uh, firefighter. <laughs> B- Bill Hicks is the comedian that Dennis Leary stole his entire persona from, folks. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> wow. I didn't know we were going to shoot those kind of shots tonight. Holy yeah, shit. Oh, I mean, yeah. you are 100% accurate. I mean, pretty much yeah. Bill Hicks died and Dennis Leary put on an overcoat and started smoking cigarettes. Like, okay, okay. You, know, yeah. you couldn't do that today because mm-hmm. there would be, you know, thousands of thousands of videos of this brilliant comedian and you'd be like uh you're just doing kevin hart stuff and well no uh, no, hang on uh amy schumer has entered the chat she's been caught multiple (laughs) times stealing other comics bits and yet still sells out arenas somehow i think the challenge with humor is and and i totally think parallel thinking is absolutely a real thing i i don't have an opinion on amy schumer to know to to think whether that's parallel thinking or stealing. Oh but, no, it's 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 do but, yourself a favor, look it up because it is literally they'll show one person to do the joke and she does it exactly the same, sans like one word. It's not parallel it. thinking, okay. it's finding it's, the joke I and just like if it. I take this one word out, no one will notice. You, you know, I, I do think there's a difference between taking jokes and taking an entire persona. And I almost feel like, I feel like the persona is worth, because truly like to see, um, it's so funny because he pops up so much in the comic. Um, I'm assuming you read the comics of Preacher, right? No. <gasps> oh, they're so good. They're so good. I didn't so watch the show. No, don't watch the show. The, sh- the, sh- right the show. That's why. I, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> the, the comics are so good. And, um, this, the same way that Elvis is a fantasy construct that speaks to Clarence in, um, true romance mm-hmm. and he's, uh, Bill Hicks is the same, the same for really, yes, actual, yes. like not actual, but like, it's not like Gil Ricks. It's, it's Bill Hicks. Uh, it, it's so clearly him. Like, um, uh, I can't think of. Uh, preacher's name, the character's name. Um, yep. Preacher. OG Howard Stark. Uh, yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's right. his name uh, to D- me. Jesse Custer. Uh, so Jesse refers to him. So they, he never says, if I remember correctly, he's never says Bill Hicks, but he talks about the specific events, including like, the diagnosis of cancer, and then this like unflinching, unflinching desire to go speak truth and 
you know, comedy and stuff. Like it's there's no way to confuse yeah, who that's it is. Totally it's Bill Hicks. And and you get him almost like in shadow and points talking to Jesse in the same way that Elvis talks to Clarence well, and Drew Romance. Well, you probably haven't gotten to it yet, but uh, uh what the fuck is Dennis Leary's character's name? Oh, whatever it is, he's going to yeah. have full-on conversations with Jesus. Oh no! Oh no! We're at that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Jesus and Mary Magdalene. He just had a dream of him fucking Mary Magdalene. Yeah. Um. Hey, Dennis. Uh, Tommy. Uh, no, Tommy Gavin. Tommy. Hey, Dennis. Nobody wanted to see your pale Irish white ass. <laughs> At one point he, he refers to it as his pink, it off. I, at one point he refers to it as his pink Irish ass. No, which it's I it's at. pale and white. Uh, yeah. and this is coming from an Irishman. I was just like, <laughs> buddy, nobody wants to see our. We are not known for our asses. Right, right. those potatoes don't go right to your ass. Okay. <laughs> no, they certainly don't. Um, uh, all right, so back right, to Roadhouse. But, yeah, what else do we want to talk about? So, oh, okay. I got so much. I made my case. Go ahead and go ahead and tear it apart. Let's okay, go for it. so let's start at the, the very beginning. A very good place oh. to start. This is pre-internet. This is 1989, right? Sure. How the fuck did he find Dalton? And how does everyone know who Dalton is? Like, any room Dalton walked into, like, holy shit, it's Dalton. I'm like, does he have a calling card? What the do you f- want me to respond to these, or is this a rant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, go ahead. I think that speaks to how well-regarded Dalton is. There is no internet, and yet in this industry, Dalton is a legend. It's word Ernest of mouth. Podunk, St. Louis, Missouri. Yes, yes, yes. That's that's what a big deal he is. I don't buy it. I don't fucking buy it. Um, no, it's of course. No, of course. Like my- tr- news traveled before the internet existed. Yeah. Uh, my favorite character in the whole goddamn thing was the man Tiny? sitting outside the um, parking garage. <laughs> He's like, you can't park there? He goes, it's yours. All right. Yeah. <laughs> doop, doop. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he gets that yeah, yeah. Uh, Mercedes. I'm like, did he just drive straight to uh, St. Louis? Yep. And then he parks it and goes and buys a beater, mm-hmm. right, that has the awesome, I'm sure someone knows, a car person, neither of which we are, but, oh, what is that car with the with the retractable headlight covers? I want to say it's a Buick. Yeah, uh, Roadhouse. Yeah, Dalton uh, car. It is a Buick Riviera. Yeah, it's a 1965 oh. Buick Riviera. Was that sta- were those lights? Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, they were. They're fucking were they really? awesome. Oh, I would drive that car in a heartbeat. Are you kidding me? Um, you know, Dalton. I would drive that over his uh, his uh, over the Mercedes, uh, the, the five sixty. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Mercedes Benzes are garbage. Fuck all of them. Uh, but how much do you love? So his whole approach, which I feel like is so guileless, it is so plainly authentic. I, I think that's very attractive. I have this belief in my in my life and my writing. Right, like authenticity is so compelling to people, and I feel like that's what Dalton does so well. Yeah, he is incredibly authentic and earnest, and yeah. his whole so buying the beater, right? Like buying the beater, his, going to buy the extra set of tires, like extra he knows, set of tires, right? He knows what's fucking coming. Yeah, Me- meeting Emmett and negotiating on oh, the rent for Emmett the Sunshine, right? Sunshine, right? The character actor, like 
But his approach of, well, if that'll keep you in the good graces of the church, like laughing and sincere at the same time. I, how is this character not compelling to you? I, I honestly don't understand that. Okay, wait. Dalton is very compelling. Patrick Swayze is very compelling. Wade yep. is very awesome. Uh, Sam, Sam, Elliott, Sam Elliott is very awesome. Who? Yeah. <laughs> Kelly Lynch, uh, the doc. She's all right. Uh, she's very attractive. Sure. But Jesus Christ, she's a terrible actor. <laughs> uh, I, I, I mean, to be fair, listen. It's she wasn't very good in cocktail, and she wasn't movie. very good in this. Right, right. There's not much to do for a woman in a 1989 action movie. This is true. She's a bit of a potted plant. Um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, uh, I love a lot of the 80s styles. Like, I love the big, loose pants and the big, loose shirts. <laughs> As a guy who doesn't like form-fitting clothes, which sure. is where suits have gone, I'm like, oh, yeah, give me this oversized shit any day of the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to breathe and be comfortable when I'm sitting down. I got to move, yeah. However. My boys need, my boys need room, yeah. Dalton's <laughs> makeshift ghee shirt that he is wearing. Yes, <laughs> what? Yeah. When, he go, when he goes to the uh, auto store uh, to and then he wears it and, and it shows up again. I'm like, boy, Swayze, you really like this shirt, huh? He's like, can I wear that again? <laughs> you know, I think I think that is like emphasizing this kind of this martial arts, Zen, Eastern sure. philosophy. Every, everybody knows yeah. martial arts in 80s stuff. I mean, it even crept its way into um, Quantum Leap. Did it really? Suddenly, Sam knew uh, martial arts because I think Scott Bakula started taking it. And Al was like, oh, yeah, you've always known this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> your your Swiss cheese brain made it go away. I'm like, sure, sure, sure. Please stop. <laughs> um, um, all right. What are the what? Are, it's an actual crime that Keith David has like ten seconds of screen time in this thing. He's the new bartender. <gasps> That's right, he is. Oh my god, I totally. I'm like, yes. all right, yeah, he's gonna go and kick the shit out of people after oh, does... Pat McGurn is fired. Yeah, for for he... stealing tips. Yeah, or for stealing money. Stealing money, right? Right. Yep. Uh, I did like that. That like Dalton's like, oh, you did uh, two bottles. Da da da. He like did the quick math. He's like, you're skimming. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. There's some yeah. cool moments in this film. It's just it's... overall like there are cool <laughs> moments and cool. Uh, scenes, the fight scenes were great. There's just a couple too many. Like I was like, all right, we we can well, slow down here. No, no, no. Well, no, hard disagree. I know, Listen, of course, no, of course. No, no. It's not. But, but but let's talk just, about the logic at the end of this film. No, no, yes, no, no. Let's talk about the logic at the end of this. No, why would you do that? It's Roadhouse. Why would you talk about the logic? Everybody <laughs> no. in the end blows away the bad guy. Everyone gets their shot in to to kill this guy, and yeah. then. Uh, Dum Dum McGee just takes all the the uh, rifles. Is like I'm just gonna walk over this way. He doesn't bury them. He doesn't John Wick them in cement. He's just like I'm gonna go hide him behind this lion's ass. And then the sheriff is like, "All right, uh, who shot him?" And everyone's like, "I don't know." And then uh, dipshit from the uh, bad guys crew is like, "A polar bear fell on me." Roll credits. <laughs> So, like, wait a um, minute, hang on. So they're, they're all real... going to jail. They're all going to be interviewed. No. They're all, yes, nope. they're absolutely going to get arrested. So, they're at an active crime scene. Yeah, Fuck you. Wait, he's no. not going to be go swimming in the lake no. where the dead guy was floating. No. 
So, so I'm I'm pulling it up while we're talking. So there's a real life parallel to this. Now, oh, to be fair, well, no, no, actually, no. It's not. It's not. Pri- it's uh, predates this movie. So, um, Skidmore, Missouri. Uh, let's see if I can pull a date on this. Uh, it's in uh, Skidmore, Missouri. Where are they giving me a date? I'm looking at an article that was written in 2010. It says, town mute for 30 years about a bully's killing. And it's about this the murder of... So I'm reading from a an article printed in the New York Times... Titled "Town Mute for Thirty Years About a Bully's Killing," it appeared written by A.G. Sulzelberger on December fifteenth, twenty ten. I'm reading from the article: "The murder of Ken Rex McElroy took place in plain view of dozens of residents of this small farm town under the glare of the morning sun. But in a dramatic act of solidarity with the gunman, every witness, save the dead man's wife, denied seeing who had pulled the trigger." Uh, this is a story I was aware of a while ago. It's it's really fascinating, and it is about now. It's not Ben Gazzara's character. It's not the 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 ultra wealthy man who controls everything in the town. But it is about a person who was apparently, by all accounts, a horrible blight on a town. And a town said, "Enough." He was killed, and the town said, "We saw nothing." It's it's a fascinating story. Um, if you're a fan of the kind of true crime genre, yeah, take a look at it. It's it's really really interesting, and you know I think it harkens back to the time before the institution of law was the pervading power in our society. Right, there was a time before our system of law enforcement where a community would police its own. If that makes sense. And I'm totally fine. <sighs> Good for you, buddy. I, it's a, it's <clears throat> justice. But there should instead of it being um, Doc and Dalton uh, getting all kinds of diseases swimming in that lake nude. Um, <laughs> uh, conceded. Uh, we will stipulate to that point. Yes. It should have been them rebuilding Red's feed store. Who's to say that didn't happen? By who's to say the town didn't do that? Right? Do like, a fucking montage at the end. This movie's not that long. Have yeah. them like start to rebuild it. Then like, you it's know, not they, an after school school special, Casey. They it's they, a morality. Are you play. are you on beer two? Oh boy, I'm on beer two. Oh yeah. boy, I'm you're gonna get certainly for, for fucking pirates yeah, in a yeah. minute. Oh, um, that's okay. Yeah. We're gonna switch to pirates in a minute. Um, yes. One last thing I want to point out: when sure. the monster truck showed up, it is one hundred percent Chekhov's monster truck. <laughs> like yes. that shit's yes. gonna run over some cars later, and it 100%. sure does in sure slow does. motion. In slow motion for no goddamn reason. I saw a number here. Okay, hold on. From the Wikipedia page for Roadhouse, uh, the opening. Uh, let's see, the opening and monster truck scenes were filmed in Reedley, California. Uh, okay, the monster truck used was Bigfoot number seven, which was originally oh, built for the film. Oh, it was a Bigfoot? It was originally built for the film. The scene cost a half a million dollars to film. Well, and uh, half a million dollars, this is a 1989 movie. The budget was $15 million. So 
three percent of the budget <laughs> was for that truck. For that truck to run over those yes. shitty for uh, and, what were those? And I'm here might, for it. Might have been. I don't know what kind of Fords those were. They were Fords. <laughs> but interestingly, Bigfoot is a Ford, so I'm sure there was some stipulation of Bigfoot has to destroy Just crush Fords. Fords. He can't be um, another competitor because we don't want them to come after us. So one last little nugget I want to share about Roadhouse, and then we can totally transition. Unless Roadhouse. you have anything else. I, I no, go ahead. Okay. Oh wait, I do, but I get, I'll let you go first. Okay. Reading from the Wikipedia page, I found this in in you know as I was prepping for this, and I if this exists or if someone has a copy of it, they need to share it with us because I need to see this. Oh boy. I'm just gonna read right from the page. In 2003, an off-Broadway musical production of Roadhouse was staged as a campy comedy mm-hmm. by Timothy Haskell, mm-hmm. as seen by its full title of, and I'm going to tell you when I'm done reading the title, it starts, it starts Roadhouse, the stage version of the cinema classic that starred Patrick Swayze, except this one stars Tamak from the 80s cult classic The Last Dragon wearing a blonde mullet wig. That is the end of the title. I, I, for, I forgot. That. I need to see. I need oh, to see that. I need this in my life. Right, if here. if any of our listeners, if any of our listeners have access to this, I I need to see this. In the same way I needed to see Rogers the musical, I need to see this. I already found it. You did not. I did. Red House musical. A video of it. Yeah. Maybe not that production, but someone else I, did it. Well, okay. I need, I need the one that stars Tamak from the '80s cult classic, The Last Dragon, wearing a blonde mullet wig. I think it's the same. Uh, Roadhouse the musical. I think this is it. I'm gonna share it to you right now, buddy. Oh, I think I, I think I just found it as well. Okay, all right. I, I have Probably to admit, I didn't one. look for it. But. Purple, purple stage. Uh, maybe. There you go. This is only a snippet. Okay. All right. Awesome. It's like an hour and four minutes long. Okay. Oh, that's going to be... I'm going to drink that one while I'm drunk, or maybe with a jazz gummy. Either way, it's going to be fun. Um, So last thing. Mm -hmm. Something I like to talk about a lot. Kissing. Oh, boy. Those first couple kisses between Doc and Dalton are real fucking uncomfortable, but not as uncomfortable as when he is fucking her. While holding her up against a stone fireplace. I wanted to be like, (laughs) there's a bed right there. Can we just, can we go there so I don't get, you know, uh, bits of stone in my ass crack? So are you aware that apparently. Oh boy. Again, something I uncovered. I'm so scared. No. So apparently Bill Murray calls, uh, Kelly Lynch is the actress who plays Doc. Bill Murray calls Kelly Lynch's husband every time he sees Roadhouse, like on TV or anything, to say, "Hey, Patrick Swayze is fucking your wife." <laughs> and apparently, apparently, it it has become a whole big thing with the with Kelly Lynch's circle, um, in the sense that like other members of her family have like gotten in on it and stuff, and will call her husband to say, "Okay, yep." He's banging her against the rocks now. Like, I kind of, I kind of love that. 
Because it I sounds like it's not in mean spirited. It sounds like it's in like, hey, it's, you did a weird sex scene with Patrick yes. Swayze in the eighties. Yes, 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 yes. The, yes. Was the sex scene? Did she have a sex scene in um, cocktail? cocktail? I don't remember. She's not Tom Cruise's love interest, right? No, is she the friend of the love? No, that's Elizabeth Shue. Oh right, right. Oh, is she? Mm. Wait, is she the rich woman? Is she the one who wants him as a kept man? Mm-hmm. And uh, oh. dear Elizabeth Shue, if you'd like to have me as a kept man, I am. <laughs> is she one of your? Is she in your oh, hall pass list? She, and she's. I mean, come on, Elizabeth. Um, and pretty much any of the friend. women, any of the women from Back to the Future, Elizabeth Shue, uh, <laughs> Leah Thompson. Yes, yes, of, fucking please. <laughs> a, a mutual friend of ours. Our cousin from Boston has an expression that I laugh. I laugh at every time he says it. Oh no! And he says, "Yeah, is it our liquor to from send send nope. stern?" Okay, nope. It is. Uh, it's along the lines of I would Rocky punch his current <laughs> wife to be with her, and that's. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love, every time he says that, I laugh. I oh laugh my every God, time he says I would it. Yep. Rocky punch the yep. And it's, it's the slow motion with the, with the spit spray, you know, like the. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Yep. yep. Okay. All right. So enough of the 1989 classic. Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Casey, we walked. We watched another movie. Why don't you well, take be, us into that discussion? Minute, before we do that, let's go oh. to a quick commercial break. Yeah, intermission. Welcome back. We are hey, here. Uh, now we're here to talk about an operetta. <laughs> what the fuck? You know, so I I gave you this movie. I, I love that you were love. so excited. And now that you've had a couple of beers, you're like, fuck you. Uh, making me watch so, this shit. So listen. First, before me, we do anything, you did, you, did you, you have a good time? Of You cannot have a bad time with Kevin Klein. Mm-hmm. He's wonderful. The man and, is a genius. And Lansbury. Lansbury's fucking gold in this movie. Oh, uh, I felt so bad. Ruth, I feel so bad for Ruth. She's she's plain. Oh, it's so mean. And so I mean. wanted to find the thing because when he says, Ruth is very, well, yeah. it is just, <laughs> Ruth is Kevin very Klein. well, yeah. very well indeed. It is not a disparaging remark. Only Kevin Klein would find it to be Ruth. Ruth is very well. So, <laughs> as I was watching this last night, this one hundred percent summed up those same sense memories. So, this movie comes out in eighty three, yeah. and it is essentially a movie version of uh, Joe Papp, who was the famous. Was he a Shake, mainly a Shakespearean director. He producer? ran Shakespeare in the parks. So this is okay. where that this was mounted. Um, this one, uh, Kevin Klein with Tony. Yep. Um, not Lansbury. Lansbury won for Love It. The original Mrs. Lovett is Angela Lansbury. Um, Mrs. Lovett from oh from Sweeney, Sweeney Todd. Todd? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, that. Oh, she's fucking but, delightful. But this is this is essentially like it's essentially like Hamilton, right? It's a huge hit. On stage, and it's a huge hit. It. Rex, Rex uh, Smith. Oh yes, there is a there's a there's a um, 
What the fuck is the word I'm looking for? There's a filmed version of the play. The stage production. Yep. Now, do you know who took over for Kevin Klein when he went to go film this movie? I do not, but I want to talk about Kevin Klein specifically. But So we'll put a, mm-hmm. a pin in my point. But you know, who was who? Tim Curry. Oh, but that was wonderful. Oh, it's delightful. He plays him very flamboyant. <laughs> and I'm um well I'm it's Tim Curry. So fucking here for it. <laughs> like Is it like, Frankenfurter as a pirate king? Yeah. Because I'm okay with that. Is he sleeping with all the pirates or is he what's going on? Does he really want to marry one of the maidens or <laughs> <laughs> she's a beard. or is she just gonna be his beard? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so go ahead. I'm sorry. I interrupted you. No, your... no, 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 no. Like I, so this movie, when it came out, not a commercial success, not but at it all. hit HBO. Like <clears throat> right after it came out. And I remember seeing, so as I'm watching this, I'm like, oh yeah, I 100% saw this a million times on HBO. Do you know why it wasn't a commercial success? Uh, I do not. Because Universal decided to also release it. This is one of the first things that was direct to video at the same time. Now, this is an era where VHS, so Casey, I don't even know if you Not even this. VHS. It was like, it showed on some sky tech or some sort of platform, like a sp- 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 try that again, a specific yeah. cable box type thing, like like how Comcast, all that stuff, and you got it like as a part of a packet. Kind of yeah. Oh wow! Released interesting same day, so that's why okay. this movie tanked. This movie should, but I mean, it's a cult classic. Like it is. It- it is a cult classic. As uh, Aubrey was downstairs, and again the, last night was so we're in we're in holiday season time. So, so Aubrey uh, Aubrey doesn't give a shit about anything. Yeah, her <laughs> next day off is December twenty fifth, right? Yep. So, yep. I was sitting down to watch this last night. She was sitting on the couch, and she's essentially a captive audience. Like she's exhausted. She's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. And um, but as I was talking about this, she's go. She's she, her. She was like. Oh, Rex Smith mm-hmm. was sexy. Like with one of those, like, wait a minute, what, what's he's what's a good looking dude? Here? No, I I totally see it. He's very eighties good looking. Um, he, you 100%. know, so here's the point where it says we're talking about Mr. Rex Smith. Um, this connects back to the Superpod Hero Cast itself. Do you know who Rex Smith played once? Danny Zuko on Greece. Matt Murdock, a.k.a. Daredevil, in The Trial of the Incredible yes. Hulk. He was the first actor to portray him in live action. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yes, fucking, yes. I saw that. That's so great. <laughs> that's so wild. Yeah. He was yeah, also yeah. in The Scarlet Pimpernel. He's bad. Like, he's had a career. He's a good singer. He, if, he was if like, I, If I could get musical theater nerd for a second, his vibrato yeah, drives me a little I, I mean, fucking you nuts. you picked this movie, so I would assume you have to be. Yeah. yeah, his vibrato drives me a little nuts at times. I'm just like, oh... You don't have to, uh, you know. You can you can sing the note. I well, you know. I think much like a local Syracuse performer that you referenced that may or may not have been in the earlier discussion. Huh. Um, he was so I did some research on him. He <laughs> was a rock singer. Yep. Or you know, a singer in a band before he transitioned to stage performances. Right. Mm-hmm. Like so, he's coming from that space of I'm a rock singer. Oh, and I will, I will perform in musicals. But and I will have not- a penis so big they have to force me into a dance belt because women were coming to see it at Shakespeare in the Park to see his enormous cock. Uh, okay, uh, listen. This is not uh, urban legend. This is. I am. I'm not happy stuff. about what this is going to do for my algorithm, but I'm googling <laughs> Rex Smith cock. 
Oh my God. Rex yeah. Smith was known to have a huge cock that he was proud to display <laughs> upon request. He's mentioned in the Andy Warhol diaries. Uh, oh, wait. Where, I clicked on the link to get the rest of the quote. Motherfucker. Oh. Have a cock. Nope. C L C K. Holy shit. I just found a picture of him. Oh my okay. God. It's a log. Rex Smith was known to have a huge cock that he was proud to display upon request. He's mentioned in the Andy Warhol diaries, showing up at a premier commando and in pants so tight he may as well have been naked. He, he's currently selling real estate on the West Coast, but still occasionally performs. That's just, that's that's just funny. You just just go. Oh Should God. I go to images? I, I, go to I just images. did the general Google search. See if you find the one with him in a red speedo. Oh my God! Yes. <laughs> good. Oh. Good for hey, you, Rex um, Smith. Rex, good. I know you're wait, going wait, swimming, wait. but is there any chance that you have a flashlight on you? No, no, no. Not like a pen light. I mean, like a law enforcement mag yeah. light. Yeah. Yes, that's, I do. It's called my penis. That's, that's that, impressive. He could um, be Captain Hammer because. The hammer, the hammer is not my fist. <laughs> oh no no he no he says the hammer, the hammer is, is my penis. penis in the end. But yeah. at first, it's the hammer is not my fist. Yeah, good for this dude. Wow. Good. For I guess. Listen, if you got a hammer, you're gonna hammer in the morning. Yeah, hammer all day long. All right. Okay. So, <laughs> but we're not here to talk <clears throat> about hammers. <laughs> since less people are probably apt to watch this movie than Roadhouse, I'm gonna give a quick thirty second synopsis yes go for it yes ruth accidentally apprentices uh frederick to pirates because she's hard of hearing she thought when his father said ship's pilot she actually he actually said pirate <laughs> um it is his 21st birthday at the beginning of this film so he therefore is free of his indentures he goes on his way he meets a bunch of girls including babel who they're going to get married but then the pirate king Played by Kevin Klein, comes back and says, "Um, well, you were born on the 29th of February, meaning you were born in leap year, so you're only five and a little bit over." And the, <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, and, the, oh. and the contract doesn't say doesn't say 21 years old. It, it says, says on his 21st ever 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 birthday. birthday. Yeah, <laughs> again, a Kevin Klein joke that yes. if anyone ever wants to cast me as the Pirate King, I will 100 steal. <laughs> Oh, listen, I I feel like Kevin Klein is the Pirate King. I feel like is the same as Keith, uh, Heath Ledger as the Joker. Only How? only seconded by Anthony Warlow. Uh hello theater nerds in the, in our listening yeah, audience. Uh the is. double disc of Jekyll and Hyde. He is Jekyll and Hyde. Uh I'm sorry, he, we don't accept anyone other than the Hoff. Oh, you absolute <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> I will end ah. you. I will rip out your throat <laughs> like Dalton. Um, no, it's he's so good. And on one of his albums on the boards, yep. thank you very Anthony much. Anthony Harlow, is that what you said? Warlow. Warlow. That yeah, he's an Australian singer. He is an Australian living national treasure. That's okay. how good he is. Okay. Um, he does a version of the I Am the Pirate King. Okay. That, it, or if you actually know the show, it is actually called Oh Better Far to Live and Die because all the songs are the first line of the song is their title. Um, hey, folks, if you're not a theater person, don't feel bad. I'm not. But you understand what I'm saying. Like Frederick's yes. yeah, song yeah, yeah, to, the, yeah. to the maidens is, oh, is there not one maiden here? Um, sure, sure, sure. I think the only one that doesn't do that is uh, Paradox. 
when they're okay. explaining a paradox, a paradox, a most ingenious paradox. <laughs> the paradox. When can they're I, explaining I, the thing. Can but. I speak to the non-theater yeah. nerds here? There is 100% a song you know because it's been parodied in a thousand things, which is I am the I very model of a modern man in general. general. Life information, vegetable, animal, and mineral. I quote the kings of England and I fight. Ah, shit. I screwed it up. So, George Rose, the actor. Oh, do not that look up the, how George Rose dies. It, oh, uh, it's very well, sad. Well, now I'm, now I'm going to look at oh, I warned you. And now I'm going to. <gasps> oh no! Oh, it's like a, it's like a. What's the movie with Jack Nicholson that he wins? Uh, and Greg Kinnear. As good Except as it gets. Worse. As good as it gets, but with a sad ending. Oh, fuck. I mean, it's pretty sad for Greg Kinnear. And yeah, well, it's worse. Yeah, Greg Kinnear doesn't die. Two yeah. people oh, in this movie fuck. die different ways from how much shame was put upon the LGBTQ community. Oh no. Tony Azito also who plays the constable. Yes. The, yep. A character of, actor. Yeah. Died of AIDS and hit it for a very long time because oh. he hit his It's very sad because sure. he's fucking talented. He's so mm-hmm. good. The shit he is doing with his body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is just gold oh, on every level. Yeah, you're you're right though. That is tough about George Rose. Yeah. But, but wait, um, we should probably let the audience in so that I don't have to look it up. Uh George sure, Rose sure. had taken a secret uh some ethnicity, or did they go someplace? Did they go to Ecuador? Uh, so I'm reading from the Wikipedia page. Go for it. So previously it referenced uh, Dominican Republic. Dominican Republic, okay. Yeah, so he takes in a 14-year-old boy whom he supports financially and apparently to whom he had planned to leave his estate. He adopts the boy in January of 88. On oh, January of 88, he adopts the kid. May 5th of 88, during a two-week hiatus from the national tour of Drood, that's uh, Edwin Drood. Mr. Right, Edwin Drood. Mr. Yeah. Edwin Drood, right, a few musical. Rose was tortured and beaten to death by his adopted son, the boy's biological father, an uncle, and a friend of the father. The assailants tried to make the death look like a car accident, but soon confessed. Though all four were charged and spent time in prison, no trial was ever held, and eventually all were released. That's fucking horrible. Yeah. And George Rose is fucking phenomenal in this film. He's yeah. so funny as General Stanley. When Kevin Klein asks him to sing you do the it, song can again. Can you do it again? Can you do it really fast? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. He does. Like, holy shit. That's impressive. Yes. And that is not part of the show. Oh, really? That's not part of the show. The song that they sing after Frederick decides he's going to go back to the pirates. Yeah. I was fully open to my awful situation. I should go once to Mabel and I'll make an adoration. I'm bound to do memorial senses. I know, folks. He's singing. There's nothing we can do about it. Um, it's just happening. That is, I've go had ahead. a beer. I've had a very strong beer, so I'm going to get a little singing. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and we're talking about a musical. I'm going to get a little singing. Uh, mm-hmm. That song is also from another show. Angela Lansbury actually says it at the end of her little thing. She says, yeah. but I'll sing this song from Ruddigore. It really doesn't matter. It's another Gilbert and Sullivan show called Ruddigore. And they just oh. wrote new lyrics for it for this show. That's so funny. Including so, a, a thing that I have tried to master because one day I would like to play the Pirate King. His, if I'm as lucky as to have a steady mother who could talk to me, we are talking not to one another who would give me good advice to discover everything which just very favorite. I screwed it up. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do patter songs. I can't do drinking. Yeah, I can't do patter songs. I'm too mush mouthed. That that's that's impressive. So, um, folks, 
if you were if you were I'm just gonna drop it when Casey when Casey went to go get his beer. Oh god when we were talking, I wasn't exaggerating. So Gilbert and Sullivan wrote this opera, The Pirates of Penzance. Operetta. Operetta. Well, listen, they call it a comic opera of the same name. In 1879. That's what Casey pulled for this movie. So when Frederick says that he will be out of his duties by what date? Uh, 1930. (laughs) That's right. Um, right. Some stuff that some stuff's cut from this uh, from the movie that's from the actual operetta that kind of moves the plot along in weird ways. When Frederick is singing to all of Stanley's daughters, major Mm -hmm. Stanley's daughters, Mm -hmm. uh, and he he finishes his first verse, they are supposed to say, "Alas, there's not one maiden here who's." Does not feel the moral oh, duty. Oh, is that there whole th- not one maiden breast? Yes. That song? Yep. So, so then when he sings, "Oh, is there not one maiden here whose homely face and bad complexion, all that, should be like a, oh, you're going to scorn me? Fuck you! I'm going to scorn you." And I don't know why they cut it. That is very strange. That's that's a big thing that's cut. Uh, a major plot point that is cut is that Tremorden Castle, where Stanley lives, he inherited mm-hmm. or he bought, not realizing that there are. Um, bodies there. He is an orphan. The whole thing about how the pirates don't take orphans. He is an orphan, but he is so bound by the fact that he is now has all these ancestors that are on his property that are part of his deed. Therefore, he is not an orphan. I'm like, so his guilt is essentially a false guilt. Yep. His guilt about lying about the fact that he's so he lies about the fact that he's an orphan because it's well known the pirates of Penzance will not. Harm an orphan, molest, molest anyone who <laughs> who is an orphan. Yeah, when that so he word came that, up, I was like, "Yee, molest." Has this, <laughs> it doesn't only mean I know. sexual. Yeah, I know, right. but still, my right. yikes. Um, so I, let me. I, there's actually something I want to break down here, and I Go need a theater nerd like yourself to really help with this. Hang on, let me. Luckily, just, let me just stretch here. We got one. All right, I'm ready. So, I have been a a huge fan of Kevin Klein since A Fish Called Wanda. In I fact, I was talking to Joseph man. last night. Uh, also a great movie with yeah. Alan Rickman, but Fish Called Wanda. A great Alan movie? Alan Rickman's... Yeah, I know. Yes, he's, oh, great, I know he's the painter, I guess. I know. Oh, it's a great movie. It's, it's I okay. said what I said. I, I okay. said what I said. Okay, I said good for I you. Um, I was talking to Joseph last night. I was like, listen, you don't understand how funny this movie is. For me growing up, Probably well into my, boy, I would say probably into my 30s, the funniest movie I'd ever seen for me was A Fish Called Wanda, 100%. You know where you'd be without us, the good old US of A? The smallest (laughs) fucking province in the Russian Empire. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry sorry that you're such a... Very, very... Fuck you! Um, But... So it, I love Kevin Klein, mm-hmm. and obviously, I think what attracted me to this movie, Kevin Klein, for me is everything. Give me a give me a prequel of the Pirate King with Kevin Klein, I'm there. Um, but I know that his performance of the Pirate King brought him great acclaim. You mentioned he, got, he won a Tony. A Tony. His performance in this movie, the Pirate King, is such a wonderfully funny character. Was mm-hmm. that always the characterization of the Pirate King, or did he 
or is that kind of a Kevin Klein creation? That's a hard thing to figure out because I think Pirates of Penzance was kind of just an opera only thing up until the Joseph Papp production, mm -hmm. um, which kind of like goofed it up a little bit. I don't know if it was ever played straight. It shouldn't be. It, okay. It, whether you're stealing directly from Kevin Klein or you're doing your own thing, or like I mentioned, Anthony Warlow also does, there's a wonderful production that he is in um, with a like 53 year old Frederick that they try and hide with makeup. Spoiler alert, does not work. Um, <laughs> okay. Where Anthony is just doing Jack Sparrow. Like he's talking like this. Bef and he, no, no. Post Jack Sparrow. Post he Jack is, Sparrow. Got he it, has the it, beard. It. He has everything. I'm like, how is Disney not suing the entire state, yeah, uh, yeah. the entire country of Australia? Like, <laughs> like he's he's like, oh, Frederick, you are now a full member of our band. And I'm like, what the fuck is actually happening? At one point, Did you he say parlay. Yeah. yeah, he takes a gun and he takes a sword. And he puts it up like this, like um, like Johnny Depp does. I'm like. Oh my God! What is sure, that? Sure, sure, sure. Um, so yes, the Pirate King should be a little silly. Should be a little dumb. Um, like definitely, Kevin added some of the dumb. Like when um, Frederick is like, "Oh, General Stanley uh, got away from us by saying he was an orphan." Mm -hmm. The next line is, "Yes, he did. What of it?" But Kevin does. He did. Yeah, got it. Oh, yes, sure. he did. <laughs> like, sure. oh, did. yeah, I was yeah. there for that. It's I, so interesting. You can so clearly see Otto, what he's going to do in A Fish Called Wanda. Mm -hmm. You Which can he so wins clearly see that. The Oscar when for he him. When he tells the, yeah, when he tells the his pirates to seize the general, right? Mm -hmm. But he's like walking away like with the long steps that go down to his knees because he's so put out about what happened. Like, it, I'm like, oh, my God. It's... Um, with cat like tread, uh, when they're going to the castle, yeah, just the end where Rex Smith has his rapier and he's jumping over it like Olympic style, and Kevin is just sliding forward. I'm like, oh my god, I yeah. fucking love it. I'm just eating it up, just gobbling it up. It's so good. I, 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 I. It makes me sad. Like I was actually thinking of this last night. I was trying to think what. <laughs> uh, I just listened to Taika Waititi on Shameless. Or not Shameless, uh, Smartless. Oh, he he's was just totally on uh, What the Fuck. Also, I listened to him on was that. Was he really? Yeah. I, he's making the rounds for that uh, Last Goal Wins, which I do oh, want to see. Oh, sure, sure, sure. I do want to see that. Yeah, which I do want to see as well. And I was, and you know, the guys from Smartless, I think, excuse me, um, rightly pointed out that the MCU has invigorated the movie industry in so many ways that it should get credit for, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's billions of dollars in that industry. Um, but I was, it got me thinking, I was like, who are these performers that I love that I wish would have an opportunity to show up in the MCU? Oh, and Kevin where Klein. would I put them? Kevin Klein, where would you put Kevin Klein in the MCU? Or listen, I know you're back, your your expertise of DC. Where would you put Kevin Klein into the DCU? Right? Like he deserves a spot in these in this epic, you know, genre. If he wanted to go serious, serious, mm -hmm. semi-serious, uh, he would have made a great Commissioner Gordon. Um Oh God, that would have been good. But one of the I was thinking they, a villain turn of 
uh, if you didn't have Sam Rockwell. Yeah, um, I mean, he would have been a Hammer? good. He would have been a good Justin Hammer, but uh, also one of the immortals. What are they called? What are, What is the game? The Grandmaster and the Collector. Oh, they are the. Are they? Are they the Immortals? They're not the Eternals. Uh, it's the whatever the they game. are. That would work, yeah. like because those characters which, are which, like, but they're all unique. Yeah, and, but they're weird and kind of like eccentric. And Kevin's really good at weird and eccentric, like Otto. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes, I, yes. Touch uh, his dick, and you're the dead. elders. I'm sorry, the elders, the elders of the universe. The elders yeah. of the universe. He'd be good. Touch at his that. dick, and you're dead. That's right. <laughs> I mean, I've always loved Kevin Klein. Kevin Klein, I mean, Dave, Fish Called Wanda. Dave, Dave is such an underrated movie. It's Vin Rains. It's, it's so fantastic. good. It's fantastic. So Frank Langella. Yes. Such I, a fucking I can great kill movie. one person. I can kill one ordinary person. <laughs> <laughs> I once caught a fish this, this big. big. It's, yeah, oh, that's I, a great movie. Yeah. Um, uh, is that a Rob Reiner movie, Dave? I think it might be. I just did I did a deep dive of um stuff about oh no Ivan Reitman that's who it was Ivan, Ivan Reitman. Reitman sure yeah, yeah, yeah. um just did a, a little dive on like behind the scenes stuff for Princess Bride and I realized I don't think my children have seen the Princess Bride and I feel like a bad father yeah I know I know yes I, have I told the story about when we showed it to Elliot no tell me Wesley shows up for the first time, you know, kind of doing what I'm doing with my hair right now, pulling it back. And mm-hmm. Elliot, without even thinking, still staring directly at the beauty that is um, um, Carrie Elwes. Carrie Elwes. Because yep. he's very pretty. I would marry him. <laughs> just <laughs> as you wish. <laughs> just exactly like that. He's very pretty. I would marry. So then when he showed up on Stranger Things, she's like, who's this? I'm like, oh, it's it's Wesley. <laughs> She's like, what? I'm like, yeah. yeah. He looks like that yeah. now. He's still a handsome I, dude. He's charming he, he as is. fuck. Uh, you know, of all of the behind-the-scenes stories, and there's so much great stuff to love with Princess Bride, the story I love the most is the story that when Carrie Elwes met Robin Wright, mm. he was instantly smitten with her. And How could you like, not be? She's uh, a fucking beauty. Have Wait, have I told you that I've been about- Yes, I know. Eight feet away from her. I know. She yes. she is. Do you remember the reaction that you and I had when we saw June? Do you realize we've had this exact series of conversations before? Was We're that drunk old Mar- then as well? Yeah. We're that old yes. married couple right now that is just repeating <laughs> the same fucking stories. It's been the same thing. Do you know that I well I met Robin Wright Penn once, and do you know what was the same reaction that I had to June Diner uh, Rayfield? You, you, I'm to, like, yes. To be yes. fair, I didn't meet her. She was talking to people at a table next to ours, but I was entranced, and I how, was I was gobsmacked. 100%. How could you not be? Um, oh my god! So yeah. yeah, we also I also try to show Elliot. So Elliot's really into Adam Sandler. So I'm like, oh, let's watch Liar Liar. You'll yeah, fucking Joseph love Liar too. Liar because it's wait, Jim Carrey. Ad, wait, no, no, that's Jim Carrey. I know, but it's the same goofball nonsense. Oh, I, oh and, like if you like that, you would like this. Got it? Yep. She she was like, I don't like this. I'm like, this is Jim Carrey's best I, work. I gotta be honest with you. Well, I think we talked about it when we did The Mask. I got Joe to sit down with me. I was like, Joe. Oh no! Like. No, the mask is oh. terrible. Oh, it's terrible. And I got to be honest with you. That may still be our shortest think, episode. <laughs> I don't think, I don't know that his stuff, I don't know that his actual comedy 
holds up. I'm not gonna lie to you. <gasps> no, the, so I, the, I was I was there for Liar Liar. I love Liar Liar. My my girlfriend in high school and I used to watch that specifically uh, just to watch because that's the a outtakes. point in time. That's yeah. what that's what it is though. It's it's that point in what your was that ninety five? So I was like four. No, no, that must have been later because I was I I, <laughs> I know who I was dating and it was not. I wasn't 14. <laughs> okay, don't say name. Liar Liar 97. So, so 16, 16. Yeah, I was dating Nicole. I don't care. She doesn't she doesn't oh, fucking okay. listen to the podcast. No. I, all right. Well, nobody who knows who no Nicole Senzi is listens to this fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're just gonna go for it. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, um, all right. Well, uh all right. Hey, man. so so wait a minute. Yeah, I didn't what? finish the plot. <laughs> oh, Oh, piracy oh, okay, ensues. Sorry. They go after General Stanley because he lies about the fact that he is an orphan. Yeah. Um, and then what is not in the, uh, at least in the libretto, it may have been in the actual uh, Broadway or off Broadway show. Mm-hmm. They go through the town in like a blazing saddles end to this movie, including do you, do you understand the show that they are breaking into? Uh, it's HMS Pinafore, which is another Gilbert and yes. Sullivan show. And in the very beginning of the movie, we see the marquee of HMS, HMS Pinafore. Yep. Yes. So I, yes, I did notice that. Yes. So is hmm. this is this a first? Uh, it's a show within a show. Yeah. I said, is this meta shit going on here? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. so good. Um, yeah. How about the absolute like this is a screwball movie like through yes. and through. This is very silly. It's, I would say farce, except there's no doors to slam, right? Well, at the end, there is. <laughs> it has that there's sensibility, one. right? Like, it has that ridiculousness, absurdity. But then, after, right before they say Stanley can leave in Act mm-hmm. One, yep. when the Pirate King, although our dark career sometimes involves a crime, and they all sing that whole beautiful thing, I'm like, what the fuck just happened? This got really serious. It's so and it's so beautiful because most of the people on screen, spoiler alert, are not actually singing. It is the right. people from the Broadway production, and sure. then it's English actors like the guy who plays but Samuel, the guy that hands out all the shit when they're uh, during a cat-like tread. Here's your yep. crowbar. Yeah, not that guy, and it's sure. very clear because he talks like this when he's on screen. But then he's like, "Here's your crowbar." Well, it, it's not. Wait, it's what? not the movie version of Les Mis, right? Like where they sang on set. This, they're clearly there was a studio recording of the songs. I own it. You know, humble <laughs> of brag. Course you do. Of course you do. <laughs> and yeah, that makes that makes perfect sense. But um, it's hard to believe. My uh, Kevin Klein is basically same age as my father. Like uh, I, I was, I was like, I was looking at that going, wait, what? But uh, he's born in forty seven. Yeah. My father's born in forty seven. I'm like, why is my father not as cool as Kevin Klein? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, right? I feel bad for thinking it, but I thought it. I did think it. Yes. Yeah, he's only a couple years younger than my dad. My dad's eighty. So. Uh, oh sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, actually, eighty one. Uh, he just turned eighty one. So, yeah, it's pretty married. Pretty, oh yes, married to of course the amazing Phoebe Cates. To my knowledge, one of only two women that my youngest brother Joey, who's a lifelong gay man, mm-hmm. has ever had carnal thoughts about Phoebe Cates. Yes. Whoa, you should probably check with Joey and make sure we can keep that in the episode. I'm sure we can keep that in. I'll check with him, but I'm sure All we can right. keep that in. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, Phoebe Cates, uh, Gremlins. That yes. was that was so before Fast Times at Ridgemont High. I didn't see Fast Times at Ridgemont High until I was in college. It oh, just really escaped my my viewing oh, until college. He's sixteen years older than her. Oh, yeah, he's seventy six. <clears throat> she's only sixty. Wow. But they got together when she was like in her thirties, so it, it, no, yeah, yeah. I'm not not throwing stones, but that's a pretty good. That's a pretty significant. And they have gap. two children together. Uh, children, two kill. Yep, Owen and Greta Klein. Yeah, um, I you know I mentioned in another episode, but I'll put it here. I got to see sure. Kevin Klein on Broadway, and he was fucking phenomenal. Oh, and what uh, uh, in Cyrano what de Bergerac? Oh God, he. And he was, was awesome. just delight. It was him. It was the guy Daniel um, from Rescue Me, the big huge Italian. Italian, the big huge Italian. The one that got his uh, his dick stuck in the right. cock ring. Oh, I've gotten got to that point. Oh, 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 it's gonna be so delightful when it happens. Is he one of the firefighters? Yeah. Oh wait, Daniel. No, he's Puerto Rican. Oh, whoops. Puerto Rican. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, Daniel Sunjata is Franco Rivera. Franco. Franco. The guy who Franco. gets burned. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was uh, the one that is in love with his cousin, um, or in love with Cyrano's cousin, and uh, as the cousin, Jennifer Garner. Oh, one of your hello, ladies. Hmm. Yes. Hello. Uh, I'm solely watching that dumbass movie that's coming out on Netflix, The Freaky Friday. But Oh, the- Freaky oh. But the parents yes. switch. The family holiday I'm, switch. I'm yeah. I'm watching it for her. Sure. <laughs> I uh, watch you know what? literally anything she's been in, including Peppermint, which, dear audience, and Todd, if you haven't seen Peppermint. Have not seen it. Oh my it's John Is Wick. Is that the one where it, she like it's fights John back. Wick? Yeah. That's the whole but yes. with Jennifer with Garner. Yeah. Oh. I'll, I'll watch that. I, I like mm. her. It's on uh, I believe it's on Netflix. She is the best part of Electra, and that's that's a you know my my that's deep tough. love for her goes all the way back to Alias. I distinctly remember seeing sure. the posters, her with that pink wig, uh, kind of silhouetted, I, in New York City, being like, "Was that bringing up some Lilu from Fifth Element vibes for you?" Kind of. I mean, okay. Have I ever told the story of I when I worked at a uh, defunct restaurant? Desert Moon. It was a Southwestern no, restaurant. I worked with one of the with. guys, the brothers of Gannon's, Gannon's ice cream. Okay. Yep. And it was Syracuse. Yeah, yeah. It was, yep. it was, um, <clears throat> the Super Bowl, and they were doing that thing. ABC had the rights to the Super Bowl that year, and they showed, um, the uh, an episode of Alias afterwards. And of course, it is Jennifer Garner coming out of a, like a, uh, uh, airplane changing room and like this white teddy and then she, and then the guy's like I like the red better and then she comes out in the red and then you know and then I think she tries one more on and then finally she of course beats the shit out of him because sure. she's there to do that and he's like you can't have me try these on he comes to the next guy goes is that a hey, Jennifer Garner is real pretty I'm like yes yes she is because <laughs> does she do that a lot in the show I'm like I mean she's usually some sort of scantily clad and then she kicks the shit out of people he goes I'm gonna start watching that show. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I just realized you and I have a very similar kink. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Hot, scantily clad girls who can kick the shit out of us. Let's not dive too deep into that, but yes, you're exactly correct. Sir. That's mine. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm not afraid. Uh, I'm what not. Else? Oh, um, oh. 
Can I? One thing I want to point out, and mm-hmm. I I didn't realize this until I did some digging for this prep. So when we see everything happening in this town, right? For for some reason, I thought this was like the Caribbean, the Bahamas. No, it's so London. It, it's, or it's not well, London, it, but it's, it's it's England. Yeah, it's, it's like some the sort of Western. British Isle. I believe it's Penzance. No no, 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 yeah, yeah, which is part of like the mainland, but it's like the very westernmost town of Britain. Like it's it's straight up Britain, uh, but it's well, that's how they they're defeated in the end. Sure, 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 sure. They charge them yield in Queen Victoria's name. Queen Victoria, it's the most. It's the most musical theater or opera ending ever. I was like, wait, wait, both, both, but both acts end that way. Like, oh, you're an orphan. Oh, okay, you can go. (laughs) Sure. Which is a great bit. We 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 tell you to surrender in the name of Queen Victoria. Of course you would. Sure. Uh, No, I I I love the the British joke, and I don't know if it's in. I wish I could find the fucking script. I don't know if it's in there, but it was like, I tell you, do you know what it is to be an orphan? Orphan. Yeah, I say yes, again. Yes. Do you know what it is to be? Yeah. I say again, often. <laughs> I said it once. I, often. Are you saying yeah. often a person who's lost his parents or often frequently? Oh, I see what you mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and again, only Kevin Klein can, you know, Wild Wild West should have been a better Whoa. movie. Why? Because it had don't, Kevin Klein. Don't stop, stop it. Stop bringing up. No. That movie's terrible. It, it is. It is. I and blame John is Peters. Sure. Uh, oh, a hundred percent. It's certainly not Kevin Klein. That that guy's a fucking national treasure, and I and it makes me sad. Bringing full circle around, like I would see him. I would I would take him as Commissioner Gordon. That I'd, I'd be good with that. I I also wonder like the old school original Jarvis, the human being, Avengers Butler. Sure. Like oh, he could have fun with like that would be fun. I I'd watch that. He's a voice in Bob's Burgers. Mm-hmm. I don't watch. I saw Bob that Burgers. right. Uh, J- uh, Jack is loving Bob's Burgers. Yes, he but, was uh, in a movie with uh, Las Vegas. That was good. I don't know if you saw that. I did not. With uh, uh, Michael Douglas, Robert De Niro, Morgan Freeman, and Kevin Klein. Is this an up? Is this kind of like the bucket list? Well, yeah, it's uh, four friends take a break from their day to day lives for a bachelor party for the last remaining single pal, and that is uh, Morgan Freeman. Or uh, sorry, uh, Michael Douglas. Yeah. But I believe one of them is dying. But it's just it's it's really good. I mean, you know what movie we haven't mentioned that is a was a staple of my watching as a child? What's that? The Big Chill. <gasps> I've never seen that movie. I know what it is. I've never seen it. I know. What? I know. Oh I know. Oh, Todd, fucking see the big chill. It's so good. I I think when it came out, I was is that an 83 83-ish, uh, right? I'm looking here. Right. Uh Big Chill was 83, the the same the yeah. same year so as the Pirates I, of Penzance. I think the issue is for me so I'm 12 when that comes out. Sure. And I think that imprints as these are adults that I have nothing in common with. Right? Like it, it, it's But you know it the was cast, too right? Too close and too far. What's that? You know the cast? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Like I'm Tom not Tom Berger, I'm not, throwing... not Tom yep. Bergeron. Uh <laughs> Glenn Close, 
Jeff Goldblum, William Hurt, Kevin Klein, Mary yeah, Kate Place, I, I'm Meg not Tilly. Throwing, I mean, Jesus Christ. I'm not throwing stones at the at the movie, I think, but for whatever reason, when it first imprinted on me, it was one it you know, it imprinted as I have nothing in common with these people. I'm sure. twelve and these are adults and they're talking about adult things that I have no even not, I don't even have a frame of reference for. Well, the fact that they're there for their uh, but, funeral of their college friend who killed them. Sure, himself. I'm twelve. Like that doesn't, you know, that's yeah. not going to play with me at all. So, how about Silverado? Uh, also, curiously, never. And you know, I like westerns. Uh, n- never landed with me. Yeah, really? Yep. It's Lawrence Kasdan. Turns to the best kn- fucking Star Wars movie ever. I know. I. I don't dispute that. It just uh I'm sorry. I am I'm going through his whole list here. Holy shit. Soap dish. Fucking soap well, dish. Well, listen, soap dish is a fucking piece of art. <laughs> yes, she has a rare brain disease. So- soap dish Coping is one of the movies <laughs> I can love with my gay friends, and we mm-hmm. we equally love that. Right? Like it's it's the common <clears throat> ground, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh my god, French kiss. Uh, I was underwhelmed. I wanted more fish called Wanda, and he just looked like a stinky, smelly French. So this, you know, uh, this smoking this, cigarettes. This Bob fellow, uh, who's yeah. who's Bob? You know, like uh, Bob Dylan. Uh, oh, Bob, Bob. <laughs> that is yeah. imprinted with me for the rest of my life. Sure, sure, that's just, fair. That's fair. Oh, and uh, he was in uh, Hunchback. He was, uh, which was not the era of Disney movies I was watching. Yep. Yep. Uh, also, in and out. Oh, the ice storm. Fuck. Have you ever seen the ice storm? Is that the one with Billy Bob Thornton and John Cusack? No. I'm thinking no. This is uh, Kevin Klein, Joan Allen, Sigourney Weaver, Henry Sersney, Cer- Cer- the the guy that chases fucking. Oh, um, I remember when this movie came out. I yeah. don't. Toby Maguire, Jesus, this is a stacked yeah. cast. Elijah Wood, Christina Ricci. Yeah, it's a good I remember re- when it came out, it didn't uh it wasn't something grabby. Uh, uh and In and Out. I mean, this got okay. In and Out, another great movie. Another oh, great hey, movie. Here's the one, and I will say it here on the podcast, should have been a continuing series like it was set up to be. The Road to El Dorado. Never seen it. Let me just read to you this cat. It's an animated movie. Sure. Let me yep. just read oh, to you this I, I know what it is. I've just never seen it. Yep. Kevin Klein. Yep. Kenneth Branagh. Wait, is he one of the two leads? He's Tulio. Yeah. It's Tulio and Miguel. Miguel and Tulio. <laughs> it's I fucking love this movie. This movie is just a warm, fuzzy spot in my in my soul. Um the, this is a perfect example of of masterclass animation that's not Disney before you get Pixar and DreamWorks, right? This like, is Dream. No, no, this is DreamWorks. Oh, is it DreamWorks? Okay, because yeah. spoiler alert: there's a blowjob joke in this movie. <laughs> oh, the, wait, Tulio and Miguel—that's Kenneth Branagh and Kevin Klein. Oh my gosh! Hi, are, welcome to Five Minutes Ago. <laughs> holy shit! Have another Sorry. beer, Todd. Um, I, Rosie Perez, Amanda Sante, Edward James Olmost. Love him. Jim oh my God. Cummings. Why Frank am I not? Welker. <laughs> Why Tobin, am I not watching this? Holy shit, Tobin Bell is in this. Tobin Bell. Oh, the uh, guy from Saw? <laughs> fucking Jigsaw. What? Wait a minute, who does he play? 
Jesus. He's Saragoza, a sailor on the voyage to the new world of El Dorado, and the original owner of the map, which he loses to Tulio and Miguel after a game of dice. He's the loaded dice guy. Yes. And all the music is done by Elton John. Sir Elton John. I I I cannot I cannot tell you how much this movie is should have been. I need to watch I need to watch this. Holy shit. Why have I never watched this? Because it's it's Kevin Klein and um Kenneth, Kenneth Branagh and they're doing all their stuff in the same room. So there's a lot of like oh, ad living like you yeah, were playing yeah, with yeah. loaded dice. But later in the film, Tulio is making out with um Rosie Perez's character. And, and he and all of a sudden he goes, Hello. And then somebody comes in and she pops up here and he pops up here. And you're just like, uh here. here. Her lips were not at his mouth. <laughs> that is why she, he said hello. Uh, the probably the greatest, the single greatest, and that's a that's a tall order. Um, celebrities read mean tweets. Was Sofia Vergara? Yeah, it sounds like she has a tweet, dick in her mouth. What's mouth? wrong with that? What's wrong with having a dick in my mouth? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. All right. So Pirates of Pintas. Um, yeah. Yeah. What else, man? So, yeah, everyone's a little dumb in this movie. Um, how do, how do, how do you feel about- I love that you're still going through. How do you plot. feel about Linda Ronstadt? We haven't brought up the, the Mabel character. So, again, I'm a, I was born in 71. I acknowledge the- the cross genre undefinable talent that is Linda Ronstadt. At the same time, she is not interesting to me in any way. I don't bo- mean that as a disrespect, but just like I get it. She does pop music and folk and opera and musical theater. That's very impressive, and I still don't care, which but sounds mean. When I saw this as a kid, mm-hmm. I. Couldn't put my finger on it and, and why I didn't enjoy the Mabel stuff. And I know now why. She's boring as fuck. Uh, yes. When Agree. she, I, Here is Love, the song that Frederick and Mabel sing in the second act was a skipped yep. number in the Ryan household growing up. We're just like, really? fuck this. Nope. I don't want to hear. As soon as she's like, ah, leave me now. I'm like, fast forward. And I fast forward to, here's love. The end. <laughs> I'm like, okay, we're good. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Angela Lansbury, Jesus. Uh, what a fucking national treasure she I mean, is. I too. did laugh last night when I was watching with Aubrey. <clears throat> I said, okay. This movie comes out in 83. It's 40 years old. She's an old woman when this movie comes out. <laughs> She's so Ruth's supposed to be 47. And I think okay. Angela Lansbury was almost a decade older than that. I think she's in her 50s by this point. Wait, 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 wait. She's in her 50s 40 years ago. How the fuck old Angela? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Angela Lansbury. Well, she died last year. Oh, sorry. So yeah. 25. So in 83, she's almost 60. She's 58. Oh, so she's a, year, she's a decade older than she's supposed to be. Oh, my God. Ruth is supposed to be 47. Oh, my God. And Frederick's That's... supposed to be 21. He is okay. 21. Um, sure. We're not going to ask Sexy how old. Rexy. We're, yeah. we're not going to ask how old uh, Mabel's supposed to be because I'm pretty sure it's not 21. Sure. Um, 
uh, the sets were so wild in this movie because it would be like <laughs> shitty backdrops, probably from the New York production, and then mm-hmm. actual water. <laughs> sure, or a paper mache boulder, or paper mache boulder next to an yeah. actual fucking uh cow. Yeah. Which did you catch <laughs> the one cow where the pirates are hiding behind? This is something that I noticed as a kid. The the red cow, the cow that's dyed red, and they're no. popping up, and they and he kind of look looks behind them, and then he spits up his cud. <laughs> I missed like, that. I missed, my mom, my that. mom, growing up on farms in Arkansas, she yeah. noticed it. She was like, "Oh, <laughs> he spit up his cud." I'm like, "What does that mean?" And then she explained, yeah. "I'm like, cows are gross. Right? Yeah, <laughs> they have gross, how many yeah. stomachs?" <laughs> Yeah, that's a whole bunch. What yeah. the fuck for? Um, yeah, it's just little things like that that make the movie. Like when uh, Kevin Klein bonks his head on the mast, it yes. says, watch your head Yeah, on the mast <laughs> itself or yes. on the jib or whatever the He's, fuck it is. I don't know. Yeah. I'm uh, not a sailor. He mentions a whole bunch of the sails. Uh, hoist the mainsail. Uh, mm-hmm. Hoist the foxhole. The sidesail. But, I, but then I he corrects one of them. That. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yes. hey, away in the arsehole. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, another Kevin Klein joke. Um, when Frederick's like, "Oh, I've got to go," and he's like, "Wow, it's only eleven fifty-six." Looking oh at my the, god! Looking By, at the sun. As he's looking at the mo- the sun moving across the mass. Yeah, that was actually. I took notes for about the first ten minutes, mm-hmm. and, and that's one that of my was favorite. One yeah. of the notes. Yeah, it's only him telling time. Eleven fifty. In the in the actual thing, it's it's only a quarter to noon. Is the yeah. actual line. Again, yeah. if someone in Syracuse would like to cast me as a pirate king, I will say eleven fifty six. Yes, it's <laughs> only eleven fifty six. That's the um. And to what extent? Excuse me. Was the hunter slash father in Jumanji inspired by Major General Stanley? <laughs> A bit. I mean, this is just, I mean, pith helmets and all. Yeah. Um, the, the mustache. The, yeah. Well, he has a mustache in Jumanji. Uh, uh, General Stanley has uh, what are called friendly uh, mutton chops. If you yeah. have mutton chops with the mustache, it's called a with friendly. The, yes. Yeah, which yeah. is, I'm like, how does that make you friendly? <laughs> you know, um, do you want to geek, do you want to geek out over um, uh, military ranks for a second? Because it's. They present it. So the major general. He's so a major general. Yeah. So uh, in the modern American, American, not British, but in the modern American military, uh, of so the Army, Air Force, and Marine Corps, because the Navy does not have generals, they have admirals. But in the Army, Navy, I'm sorry, Army, Air Force, and Marine Corps, which has have generals, um, there are four ranks of generals. One through four stars. And they're a curious naming convention. A one-star general is a brigadier general. A two-star general is a major general. A three-star general is a lieutenant general. Now, two stars, major general. Three stars, lieutenant general. Which in other ranking is reversed. Yeah, It's reversed because the... Rankings and then a four star general, which is the highest rank that exists in the military today. There was World War II. Uh, Eisenhower was a general of the armies, a five star general. Mm-hmm. We don't have those anymore. Mm-hmm. So the highest rank today is a four star general in 010, and that's just general. 
what they what happened was some additional terms got truncated. So the two-star general, which today we call the major general, was originally a sergeant major general, which is the highest rank E9, the highest enlisted rank in the army, is a sergeant major. A this is this is this makes no sense. A 30-year enlisted veteran <clears throat> of the army who might be a sergeant major is outranked by a second lieutenant who is, you know, days out of West Point, the military academy at West Point, and O one outranks an E9. Wow. What? It yep, yep. But if you think of it that way, this the two-star major general was originally the sergeant major general, which is outranked by a lieutenant, which is the O3, mm-hmm. and then the O4, which today we call general was initially the captain general and of course a captain outranks a lieutenant so that is the structure of that's the the history of modern american military rankings that made my brain hurt i know i hear you i hear Um, you um so (laughs) sorry listen i had to watch this movie you had to go on that journey no 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 i was fine with that journey um do you have anything else you want to say about I have the literally nothing else I'd like to say of, about the Pirate of Penzance, um, of Penzance, except that you would like to see me play the Pirate King. I would want, listen. <laughs> I I came out. Jack and I loved you as Sweeney Todd. We would love you as the Pirate King. Actually, I'll be honest with you. I feel like I would enjoy the Pirates of Penzance more than Sweeney Todd. I would like to do a, a non-murderous evil role. Um, sure, like to do something a little more fun and silly. Um, and I think lo- you would. I Last think you'd be delightful as the Pirate King. <laughs> oh, that would just be so much fun to watch. Yeah. Um, we actually were casting it with the Sweeney cast. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like the kid who played uh, Anthony would be Frederick. Like, <laughs> Is that the the one who kills Sweeney at the end? No, that's... that's oh. Anthony is the one that... It, Anthony the, survives. Oh, uh, Anthony, he's the... He's the, the kid. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he oh, would, yeah. He would oh, be sure, Frederick. Sure. I'm like, yeah. Got it. Yeah, that um, makes sense. Uh, so, uh, with that, since we yes. are all done talking about both movies, <laughs> we and done with our beer, they're done with our beers. Um, I got a couple. Let's go through our questions for each movie. Oh fuck! Okay, yeah, rapid so, fire. Todd, go for it. who was your favorite character? So in Roadhouse, it's Dalton. Yeah. In Pirates of Penzance, it's the Pirate King. How about you? Same. Yeah. Exa- absolutely okay. same. Yeah. Okay, so Casey. Oh fuck! Uh, who is oh, the oh oh my my my? How the turntables? Yeah. you can't remember. Who, what her is questions. the best? What is the best scene in the movie? In Roadhouse, oh, um, tough one. Post party uh, diner scene. Okay. That yep. whole thing where he's he's yeah. kind of playfully macking it to the dock, and then they had that huge conversation, and she yep. totally doesn't catch when she comes back that like Dalton's mood has completely changed. Like I'm tired, I'm going to bed, and he was like, "Okay." I'm like, "Yeah, w- w- what's going on?" Uh, and in um, Pirates of Penzance, it is uh, cat like dread because they're trying to sneak up on this house, and they're like, "Come, friend." <laughs> To plow the sea. Sure. You're like, oh my the god. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> like, yeah. Holy shit, what? 
you don't realize how ubiquitous some of that music is until you hear the um tarantula tarantula, tarantula. Yeah. um for me best scene roadhouse you know honestly the fight in an action movie where i want the fight scenes to matter any fight scene i'm happy with i think i i think i really like Dalton's first fight at the double deuce where the guy has the blade on his boot, mm-hmm. right? And yeah, Dalton pretty good. Yeah. You know, clocks it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And then Pirates of Penzance, it's uh, I am the very model of a modern major general. Including when Kevin Klein asks him to do it really fast, and he does. Did yeah. you catch when um, when he's introduced, he's like, for a year, a major general, and he goes, the same as the Pirate King tune. <laughs> Oh no! Because it's just, it <laughs> is. It's the same melody. Sure, sure, sure. But, um, but, um, so what? Uh, what would you cut from both those films? Uh, so Roadhouse, I would cut nothing. And honestly, honestly, in Pirates of Penzance, like except the fact that it's, I know it's an opera or an operetta, but mm-hmm. you know, musical theater. Like except that it's that kind of a logic where. Well, it turned out that they they were all orphans, and oh, they were all you know they're all they were noblemen all who have gone you, wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You you just have to like you just go for it, right? Honestly, there's nothing I would cut. It is a delightful example of a genre, mm-hmm. and it's it's delightful. Yeah, it's Gilbert you? and Sullivan's best work for sure. Um, in Roadhouse. Oh, you're gonna answer this seriously? Like <laughs> you're taking the movie seriously? That well, there's your first prop. Sure, go ahead. <laughs> Uh, there's just so much I would cut. <laughs> I think. Ah. Does it start with? No, 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 uh, no, no, no. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be that bad. Um, uh, I would to add a little mystery to it. I'd cut that New York shit at the beginning. Just have Dalton fucking show up in the town. Show up. Buy the okay. car, and you're like, "What the fuck's going on with this guy?" Like. Ha- literally start the movie with him pulling into town in his Mercedes. He goes to buy the car. I think the movie becomes ten times more interesting that then you have to find out everything out as it unfolds. Yeah, I think it would be okay. a much cooler movie. Uh, what about and, pirates? Yeah. What? Not so much cut the whole thing. Trim down fucking Mabel and uh, Frederick's songs when they're vowing themselves to each other. I'm like, oh sure. my God, we get it. You vow each other. Can we get back to the pirates, yeah. please? <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So Roadhouse, of course, nothing. Cut nothing. There's mm-hmm. nothing to cut. It's a perfect movie. Um, pirates, I almost feel like at that point, you've just got to accept like- you, know, you know you already answered this, right? Oh, did I? Because oh, I, <laughs> I asked you the question. No, you asked me. That's fair. All right. You started hey, talking like, wait a minute. You already yeah, answered hey, this. <laughs> Hey Casey, who's the who's the actor having the most fun in each movie? <laughs> I am I'm having the most fun in this podcast yes. right now, watching your drunk uh, ass trying to. But finish this is this. this is truly our this is truly the origins of this podcast. Oh my god, that was so beautiful. Movies, yep. Like you yep. know, uh, Ron it felt weird how they got into like, it. Yeah, it felt weird. Dude, what yeah, the I'll fuck? Give you that. <laughs> actor having the most fun. Oh, it's yeah. Sam Elliott for sure. Um, he's having. Yep. A, he shows like. I had forgotten it takes so long for Sam Elliott to show up in this movie. I'm like, is Sam Elliott in this movie? Did I forget? He's only got a few days of work, right? Yeah, he's, he's got oh, yeah. his bit when he it's about just him in the bar, mm-hmm. which are some pickup shots with nobodies, and then it's you've got the great scene in the diner, which really is a great scene, and then like leave, brother, like like that, yeah. and then and then he's him, dead. he's dead, yeah, yeah, 
yeah. Um, and uh, after having the most fun, I mean, it, take no your doubt. fucking pick. I mean, oh, no, oh. I think, oh, it's Kevin Klein for sure, but oh, sure, sure. Okay, Tony okay, Asino, yeah. uh, George Rose, Rex Smith. I mean, no, they don't come do this if they're not loving it, right? Because they they're they were all in from the, the Broadway. Yeah. Anyone, to, yeah, yeah. How about yeah. that? Anyone who came over from the to to London, they're all having it, fun. Which interestingly uh, is not the entire cast. I saw that Todd, again. Angela I, I, Lansbury. I, oh was yeah, not it was the originally. Um, uh, like, I looked uh, up Estelle Parsons. Yeah, and. And uh, I, I also have recognize her. I also have that album, and uh, they made the right choice. Estelle, I'm sure, was wonderful oh, acting no. wise, and, and she's no Angela Lansbury. Angela Lansbury's got a wonderful voice, um, and you kind of oh, no. have to have a nice voice in a show where you sing everything. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> like, yikes! You don't want to see a tone deaf Jean Valjean. <laughs> Fair. Fair, 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 fair. All right. And lastly, I got one extra you have a question. New question? Yeah. yeah. What is this? What's your favorite song? I am the very model of a modern manager. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. Well, that was our uh um hey Casey. Okay, wait. If you're just okay, so if you're just doing that, what? then I have a new question for you oh. for Roadhouse. Oh, What's your favorite fight? That's the fight by the lake. It's the one that made the most okay. sense. Yeah, sure. There Even though he rips, the, rips the guy's throat out, it makes sense in the story. Uh, yeah. Sands the ribbon. No, just because I was like, oh, this like some of these fights just I was like, holy shit. Like if you take the fights out of this movie, it's like a 20-minute movie. Why would you take the fights out of Roadhouse? I mean, uh, that's, no. why am I showing up? It's I, it's like I went to a fight once and a hockey game broke out. I couldn't believe it, right? Like it's <laughs> come on. I know I'm I know why I'm here, right? I know. All right. <laughs> yeah. Um. So with that, here hey, we buddy. are, the end of our holiday episode, dear TSBHC Army. Uh, again, <laughs> um, enjoy your holiday time. We are going to take a break. We will be back. If you listen to this whole thing. Good for you. I got me honest with you, Casey. I got me honest with you. Even I, the thing that we clicked at, I, I think we did. Fuck it, let's just go. Let's listen. We're not speaking badly. We're not speaking badly of Mister no, Mac. No, 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 that has to be cut. <laughs> Why does it have to be cut? I don't know. I just feel like it shouldn't be. Out no, there just go. Just go for it. It's complimentary. The All man's right, well, a local legend. Oh, I, I'm not mad about any part of this. Yeah, we're, yeah, it's um, going. So, folks, so if you stuck old. in two hours. God bless you. God bless you. Happy holidays. Uh, The secret bonus is, uh, I got nothing. I started started that train and I'm like, I got nothing to say that could be interesting. Listen, uh, you know, maybe I'm going to trim a little, I'm going to trim at the beginning because we, we fucked around a little bit, but then I'm not touching our piece. Like this is, this is what it is. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're not touching anybody's pieces. (laughs) Well, I, I mean, I'm not going to say I haven't. I'm just saying that, you know. You know. Okay. Um, so <laughs> I try to wrap this up and you keep just bullshitting your way through things. Um, it's a story of my life. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, story of this podcast. <laughs> I try to keep us on track and Todd's like, let me wax poetic yep. about this let bullshit Let me throw thing. that grenade in. Sure. <laughs> okay. So um, we will return January 12th with yep. Hero at Large. Boof. I'm very nervous about that movie. I'm not going to lie. It's fine. It's John Ritter. So at least we'll have the charm of John Ritter to watch. At one point, the highest paid actor on television, if I remember correctly. For Three's Company? Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. 
I know yep. why it wouldn't be. Um, uh, Todd, uh, social medias are all in our thing. They're there. What, who's, who does our music? Yeah, our music comes to us from two places. Our theme song is Take a Chance by Kevin McLeod. Find his music at Incompetech.com. If you heard our beer music, it's Feather Duster by Shane Ivers. Hear his, <laughs> find his music at SilvermanSound.com. So that'll do it for the Superpod HeroCast for this uh, year. Yes. Yeah. For Todd Panic, I'm Casey Ryan. And for Casey Ryan, I'm Todd Panic. Be heroic. You've got to put the music in. Yeah, I'll put. I'm going to put in. this music in. Yeah, sure. Well, yeah, I'll do the beer mu- I'll do the intro and beer music, and then you put the outro in, and it's a- we'll call it a day. We'll call it a day, everybody. Hey, <sighs> buddy, we did fun. it. We did it. Oh. <laughs> This, so this just seems right delightful. Now. <laughs> yeah, Michael and Sabrina knew what they were doing. No post production. <laughs> oh my gosh, that sounds delightful. Oh, good times. All right, I'll talk to you, buddy. All right, we'll see you later. Bye. <laughs> hey, do you want to start with your movie and then do mine? Yeah, sure. Like we did with uh, Starman. Sure, sure. Starman. Star you don't get that Man joke. Waiting in the. Sorry. No, there was an episode of Next Generation called Tin Man, and Patrick Stewart, for some reason, on the you know Captain's Log, and he's like, a tin man. And you're like, Patrick, why are you saying it like that? Ladies and tin gentlemen, man. Foo Fighters. And- or, oh, do you not know the Patrick Stewart one? No. Ladies and gentlemen, and salt, salt and, and pepper. Yeah. Uh, um, John Mulaney, I think, talks about that. But have you ever actually seen it? Uh, yes, I think I looked it, it up after uh, I heard John Mulaney talk about it, and it's, it's so just perfect. as good as John Mulaney described Salt it. and papa! <laughs> oh Jesus Christ, Patrick. He's the best. <sighs> He's the best. He's the best goddamn captain. All right, I'm good with that. I actually, th- yeah. I actually do think he has surpassed uh, James T. Kirk, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah. I, it goes, it goes, Picard. Mm-hmm. Pike, fucking fight me from, on it, nerds. That's from the new show, the Strange New Strange World. World. Oh God, Anson Mount, Anson Mount, come be on our show. Yeah, yeah. we'll talk about Inhumans. Sure, we'll talk. We'll um, talk kindly about Inhumans. Yeah, um, <laughs> that was a kind Cisco? of a dismissive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, sure. Hey, um, hang on, what are we doing here? <laughs> I'm ranking my favorite captains. Okay, all right, rank away, Cisco. Okay, Cisco, Cisco. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, uh, the Hong uh, song. Everybody loved it. Yep. No, what was his uh, Spencer for hire? Right, Avery Brooks. Yep. That same actor. Yep. With Robert, then with Kirk. Robert Urick. Was he Spencer? Yeah, Robert Urick, and yeah, and uh, what was what the fuck was um Avery Brooks's character's name? Hawk. Uh, maybe. Okay. The remake Netflix did was su- delightfully, surprisingly delightful. Never watched with, it. Mark Wahlberg. Hey guys, I'm Spencer hey, for hi. Hey guys. Hey. Say hi to your mother what? for me. Plan planning on killing me in my sleep? What? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Show that to Elliot and she was like, that's bad acting. No. <laughs> it, what? No. no. Combat, exploration, and roleplay. These are known as the three pillars of play that make every game of Dungeons and Dragons exciting, tense, and rewarding. But we believe there's another pillar to the world's greatest role-playing game, and that fourth pillar is creation. Are you a dungeon master who has always wanted to create your own monsters? 
execute your own adventures, design your own challenges, spells, classes, and lineages? That is what we here at the Fourth Pillar of Play, a Night Shift radio production, are doing. Learning game design by designing games. We are not professionals. We are enthusiastic amateurs, just like many of you. So join us as we review and discuss information by professional game designers and put theory into practice by creating new worlds, new monsters, and new opportunities for heroic players. I'm Josh. And I'm Talon. Join us at the fourth pillar of play, available wherever you download your podcasts or visit us at www.fourthpillarofplay.com. And we look forward to creating with you. Commander, where are we? We seem to be stuck in an alternate dimension. And you're no longer a captain, you're a commander. Commander. Dear God, are you a lieutenant? And why are you talking like that? Oh no, I don't I don't know why I'm talking like that. But no, I seem uh, to have no rank! Only the title of Doctor? I don't think there are admirals either. Captain, I mean Commander, I mean. Look, Casey, we are getting a message. It seems we have been tasked with reviewing a historical document entitled Galaxy Quest? Then there's no moment to spare. Engage! I I, I don't think um, Night Shift Radio Legal has cleared usage of engage, so you might want to just dial that back there. All right. Well, then, I guess it's up to us to say join us over on the Where No Mom Has Gone Before podcast as we review 1999's Galaxy Quest. Never give up. Never surrender. Mom? Mom?